This is the Respawn show where Respawn has a show. To prove my point, Astacross just put out a video yesterday showing that he's using the mountain topic. Like, no meme using to, mountain. To, to prove to prove which point the point the Titans are amazing after the season ends. No, no. A while back, I said I said whenever they remove the level cap from Iron Banner, you're going to start to see things like Mountaintop and Recluse and this and that. And y'all said y'all didn't see any of them, but Astrocross just put out a video where that's all he was using. Well, right, that's one man. <laughs> yeah, we, we we didn't say that no one is using them. We just said one we didn't man that people watch. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he he's not the only one out there doing it. He's just we, you know, I saw the anonymous autumn. I didn't see a bunch of mountaintops. Not to say they aren't there. I'm also not on PC, so I'm going to see a different respawn. Do you Ooh, need a young there. priest oh, and an old priest? Yes. I don't need any priest. That sounds weird, and I'm scared. It sounds like you need his, a young priest and an old priest in that house. That's his child singing, apparently. Oh, that—that's my kid singing. Oh, that's, that's not singing. That—that's an exorcism. Really I, no, I, I tuned it out now because he just he does it all the time. <laughs> Responds like, "Yep, it's a Saturday morning. Child screaming bloody murder. Everything's yeah. fine." Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny Two podcast, dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts, the triumph-hunting titan night demon, the pink-panted pansy Perotti, and your hunter masterager, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! No, you said wait till we're recording. Okay, now there's another stipulation. How many stipulations are you going to have? Now, Six. you can start recording now because I've I've pushed the record button. Okay. Okay, okay. fair enough. Okay. So. You didn't count um, as like Gator does, like a professional. Five, so four, three, two, one. Welcome to the show. What? No. Why do we have to go straight into th- talking about things that you want to talk about? Because you we said stick to Gator. structure. Be- because he's, ta- but he wants to talk about how amazing Titans are going to be. So I- I'm okay with this. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not yeah, wrong, okay, but not good. not in a good way. I'm not saying they're amazing because I. No, enjoy you praise it. the Titans. Go on, you no, praise no, the Titans. No, it's not Everybody crazy. wants to hear no, the hunting master. Is, is praise the Titans. Out is this because you play too much Titan? Of, because once again, you've played too much Titan, haven't you? You now once again, you're bending your will. You love to once go to the again, Titans. The devs have showed their hand that they're all Titan mains, and it's stuff. Okay. And, and so yeah, so why are the Titans going to be amazing after okay. this particular season? So. So, 3.0, to be efficient on Warlocks and Hunters, they're not completely dependent on, but let's say mostly dependent on the seasonal mods to proc, you know, the the Scorching and this and that and the other, right? Um, You can put some decent builds together, but without that seasonal mod, it's just not going to be the best that it can be. Swap to Titan, right? Titan, Plunder the Booty just put out a build, right? And I'm testing that build currently, and it, it makes me sick that right now, without any seasonal mods, so that means this will be good even after all these cool seasonal mods go away. I hit as hard as a Gallahorn shot, and I'm still invincible. I'm like, 
this is not okay. This is this is absolutely not okay. Which build are you looking at? And I ask only because I feel I like he's put out perfected. he's put out like six builds a day every day this week. It feels like yeah. Yeah. So if you guys need a build, Plunder the Booty literally has any iteration you can think of, <laughs> guys. Every but build anyway, every character. Yeah, Titan Perfected shows how to build a Titan. So you hit hard as hell. You always have all of your abilities up, or at least one of them up, and you still hit like a freaking Gallahorn. It's disgusting. Without any seasonal mods. So, like, so what is, he, is, that, is it with the Lorelei helmet, or what's he using to. to yeah, Lorelei helmet. Lorelei helmet procs the recovery. Um, and as far as synergy goes, he's using mods, but they're not class mods. They're mods we've had forever. You know, like a, yeah. like ability kickstart, things like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, no charge with light, actually. No charge with light. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, you still just hit really, really hard, and your weapons don't even matter. You can have uh, a solar weapon to assist in keeping up those abilities or whatever, right? But the problem is, is you don't need them, you know? Because just, like, what happened is... The new punch, the new punch where you can just have an unpowered melee that still does scorch damage. For some reason, on all of the Titan abilities, even though it's unpowered, it still counts as powered and still increases the timers of all of your abilities. Now, if that's not intentional and that gets fixed, that might be one detriment to this build. But if that is meant to be that way and they leave it as is, Titans are just going to be this ridiculously strong from this point forward, and that's not okay. But are you talking PvE or are you talking PvP? I don't do PvP. PvE, basically. Because, <laughs> there you go, then. Yeah, what are you worried it, about? You just yeah, want it, the Titan bro to come in and PvE. help you and save the day. It's, it, it, it's very similar like, you know, to, the, to, the, to the other video you shared this week of like you know the, the Invisible Titans one-shotting everything. It's yeah. a PvE build because you just can't, you can't do what you need to do in PvP to, to be able to chain that activity. Yeah, but that doesn't... I don't care about that because, you know, I'm a PvE person and nobody else is going to get that kind of synergy, that kind of power well, after this goes away. It just sounds to me like you're just going to have to start being so, a Titan forever. No, so not going to do it. I've got, I've, got the, I've got one easy trick you can use to, to, to fix this problem. It's called... I'm not going to make a Titan. Pick it up in subclass. Just just change change subclasses. You, you can run a different subclass on a different character and enjoy power in a different flavor. Oh, you mean so the Titan's not so overpowered? Just play a different subclass on the Titan. Well no, no, no. I'm saying if, if the Titan if if only the Titan is good for solar, go play an amazing void warlock or a void hunter or a you know, yeah, but apparently Arthur even the void out. titan one shots everything. So right now <laughs> the Titan Solar one shots everything and the Titan Void one shots everything. To be honest, I don't know what you're expecting from the makers of Halo. Or I know! A Titan. Right? right? Damn! I mean, you came into this game knowing exactly what you were going to get, and you got what you were going to get, and no, then they threw you a bone with playing. a hunter and gone, here you are, here's a thief, and and here's a mage. There you, you know, go. Actually, There's your I other two. I thought of him more like a rogue, not a thief, but, you know. Just you know what I mean, though? You know exactly what I mean. Now. Or an assassin. And actually, no, the first character I ever created was a warlock because they looked balanced. And then I immediately created a hunter and never turned back. Uh, but no, I mean, it's just... I mean, unless something comes out that I'm not aware of, 
just the synergy between the Titans' abilities after their perspective Void 3.0 season and Solar 3.0 seasons is ludicrous, man. Damn, bro. You know you're going to disappoint our listeners because they want more rants. This didn't sound like a rant. This, this just is a rant. More I'm a upset that like a... Bungie yeah. is not doing the same thing for the Hunters. Why is oh. it the Titans get all the love after the seasons are over Titans and nobody else are the does? tanks. Titans are the ones that go in and do the fighting. Okay, if they wanted to be all invincible, I would accept lovers. that. You, you but know, they're invincible just... and they one-shot gods, okay? Yep. It's That's not us. okay. That's you okay. Keep... But the hunters, okay. DPS, the hunters are the DPS kings, you keep telling me. For one super, <laughs> yes. For that one burst of super, we are king. Well, yeah, well, that's... that's <laughs> when you're the king, be, go be the king at one shot, burst damage. And then be invisible the rest of the time. That's what you all do anyway. Now we've now, got your moan out of the way. Can we actually properly <laughs> officially welcome people to the show? I, I already did that, did you not? Well, not when did we you, were recording. Did you do it while there was a recording going so people could hear what you did? Or did yeah, you just say hello you, to your chat? You said hello <laughs> to your chat. That was it. Yeah. Well, you've got to say hello to the people that actually do listen to the podcast. Well, those people are going to be listening, right? They are now. See? They are now. Hello, people who listen to the podcast. Okay. Welcome. We're happy to uh, have you. We are. <laughs> you may not be happy to be here, but we're happy you're here. Um, yeah. Okay. So this is the show. This is everything's on fire. Everything. So yeah, get, getting back to your mountaintop thing. Now, you know, Asacross is one popular YouTuber using the mountaintop because he can. That's it. That's the only reason. It's not because and he can. Like, after he we discussed it, no it last week on the show, you know what I went into Iron Banner with a mountaintop and a recluse just to be funny, and it just worked as it did before. Well, the recluse shouldn't have worked as it did before because of its nerf, but the mountaintop, yeah. No, no, they, they both worked in tandem. They worked as well as I could play with them. So they worked the same for me. As well as you could play with exactly. them. Exactly. Like a little caveat. Well, you know, I'm not the best at, you know, grenade launchers and submachine guns. Not, well, I would, have, I would have thought, I would have thought, honestly, right, mm -hmm. that with this whole in-air accuracy thing, it would have been worse off because most people jump and shoot it down, right? No, no, no that was you. So, I remember you telling us about that. Well, yeah, but that's honestly, because I learned from other people. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're 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 using the Mark Twenty Five mountaintop, so I think really you're putting the grenade where the people are. You're either going to you're either going to find the people or not find the people. It's sort of a sort of a you know on or off situation with the mountaintop. You're either getting the kill or you're not. It's not like you're going to graze somebody with you know like like to your point earlier. There's no warning shot with a grenade. You've either made yes. contact or you've not. Right, and if you've made contact. They're not there to warn anymore, and if they still need to be warned, that's what the recluse is for. Yeah, right. But I mean, if anything, it would be a two hundred three because it's you know the same as an under the barrel type of. I really think you anyway. ninety seven. <laughs> a ninety ten tango. <laughs> the problem that I had with the mountain top and the recluse was it, it really messed with my playstyle because on mm -hmm. the three maps that we had for Iron Banner. I'd kind of got myself set up with where I was positioning myself if I was attacking the opposite team or if I was coming up behind them to kill them so that we could grab the spark. And those two weapons just completely messed with what I was actually doing because I was using two primaries. So mm -hmm. running out of mounting top after firing it a couple of times and either them dodging out of the way or just me fluffing it, you know, I would then left well, with the recluse. Well, how far away are you shooting the thing? You're not supposed to give them a warning shot, dude. Well, look... That's what I'm saying. It just 
they it wasn't working for me sometimes and sometimes they were standing in a rift and they survived so but if i was using my pulse rifle and my submachine gun that was working all right because i was using one at long distance and one at short so yeah it just it just depended on what i wanted to do tell you what i'm gonna have to put on a macro for this whole slide thing you guys do yeah and that's the thing with with rift too it's you, you know it's it's almost worse than control in a way because if you're playing a team who has any vague clue what they're doing they're going to be more or less in a group oh, yeah. not in a super tight group but like you know in a group together so you can land that mountaintop you can get that one kill maybe you take out the spark runner but then his three buddies are there to clean you up yeah now the, the mountaintop recluse was only ever for like a real quick 1v1 you know you pop it not, down you either kill the guy in or then. you damage him and you clean him up with the recluse it's not meant for sustained combat. Well, I think that we've got better weapons that are available now. I don't think as far as grenade launchers are concerned, there is an, in anything ever going to be better than the mountaintop. It's Neither just... Horde. No, no, yeah. even then. With a horde damages no, no. over time. Yes, but if you're trying to stop people from getting to an objective or stopping them well, coming through okay, a doorway well, what, what to an objective... What is your objective? If you're trying to straight up kill somebody, the mountaintop is going to do a better job of it. Yes, you know, but if you're trying to stop to people... stop that man from going from point A to point B with yeah. little glowy bits. And the only yeah. reason that we didn't see people with stasis and throwing stasis crystals down to block doorways is because we had objectives that said play with solar or void to increase your reputation and rank and do X amount of things to get a powerful reward. That's the only reason. Because I guarantee you, if it was just open warfare in Iron Banner Rift, you'd have seen more of the... Uh, dust field grenades you'd have seen the ice walls going up blocking doorways especially on bannerfall if you had three people running stasis they could block quite a lot of the entrances and exits and have only like one team funnel the team to that one area you've got wither hordes as well you you can completely shut down areas so bungie's way of doing iron banner rift was pretty skewed because it didn't allow for open play of everything that was available i mean people could but if you were trying to optimize, trying to get your Iron Lord title, and if you were trying to do the, the bounties or the, the pinnacle rewards, then you stuck to what Bungie said you had to do, and you had to do it on those three maps. Now, sure. using Stasis on Disjunction, which was the bigger map, may have not worked, and I think they need to bring back some of those bigger maps. I mean, we had, what was it? Um, we had the one on the Dreaming City, which was quite a big map, which they took out of the rotation for Crucible because apparently there was an issue with it being such a big map we could have that back as a rift map you've got uh first light from destiny one what why haven't we got something like that back you know just these huge maps that they've got available and i understand time constraints and things trying to get things back in the game but those little maps you you didn't have the freedom to actually use what you wanted to use i mean yes people were using wither horde and that was working pretty well i mean you threw down one wither horde on the the spark and that was it people were done for but you, if you yeah. see what i mean that if it was it was completely skewed or lopsided to how bungie wanted to test the game mode mm -hmm. yep yeah it, it was interesting too because you didn't have the requirement of using certain weapons you know as we had in the past to do the bounties with but yeah, but you had to stick to certain subclasses. They're like, you could run other things. You're just not going to get progress toward, you know, your title or things you're doing. Just not to say people wouldn't, but yeah, yeah. Because now that you mentioned, I don't think I saw, I saw a handful of stasis 
you know, seasons people were not very many. No. And you had to do like 18 games, didn't you, to get all four pinnacle rewards as well. That was the thing. So you had to do solo or void, yep. 18 games on that one character. Then if you swap to another character, 18 games on that one, 18 games on the next one. And that was only available, part, I think, on Friday. So you could play as many games as you wanted before that and whatever subclass you wanted after you kind of got the pinnacle. But I think people stuck to the new stuff. So so I, I didn't play at all. I didn't play at all, but from what I'm hearing, the bounties are gone. Like, there's no more of those. From what you're like, hearing, from what we told yeah, you last week, yeah. yes, the bounties have gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bounties. Yeah, but gone. like your bounties have been replaced with just play matches. Yeah, don't 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 succeed, don't do well, just complete. But matches, that, that's what I thought too. But now you're saying that Bungie was giving you other prerequisites, like uh, right. do something with solar or whatever. You know, well, right. where are those coming yeah. from if the bounties are gone? Because those were play matches as one of these two subclasses. It Where was, were those it was from that, if there's no bounties. Because when you when you mouse over when you, when you put your when you put your thing days. over the director, it would tell you what your challenge oh, was. Oh, the daily rewards. Okay. So yes. the gotcha. Yeah, the uh, challenges it would say play, you know, play three matches, you know, play four matches a day as a solar or void subclass. It was, you know, one one full thought of go play this thing, but you have to do it as this or that. Gotcha. Yeah. And I don't, like I said last week, I don't understand why there are not bounties in at Lord Saladin to collect as well. Just go and get like ability kills, go and get weapon kills, get heavy kills, you know, just something. I think ability kills is why everybody's the bounty system. If I'm being 100% honest. If you (laughs) had like the daily bounties like you do with Crucible at Lord Saladin for Iron Banner and repeatable ones if you wanted to do repeatable ones because you've got that at the Trials vendor you've got that at the Strike vendor you've got that at the Crucible vendor you've got it at the Gambit vendor have you got it at the Iron Banner vendor? No, why not? Not yet No, but he was reworked to be in line with the other vendors the other vendors have those bounties for daily and repeatable ones they're only small things it's like on, on the Crucible one it's like go and get five ability kills now that could be grenades melees or supers or it's like get three super kills and you could do that over a a period of like three matches little things like that would have helped in the iron banner to help progress your your progress to you know get more xp in the game mode and maybe entice people to play a lot more if you're you know getting better ranks on it because like with what they did with the other vendors for this season anyway so if you rank up with Zavala and Shax and I believe it's Trials as well and Gambit that every time that you rank up the the rewards that you get from those certain vendors in those playlists give you another node on the weapons that drop so you can every time you rank up it'll give you like on the weapons like an extra perk yeah an extra perk slot on the weapons yeah which I had no real idea. Well, I won't say no idea. I didn't quite realize until I watched Cheese Forever's video this week about Zer, because <laughs> there's a glitch with weapons uh, cycling through those. Yes. Yeah. But uh, on most weapons that you get to drop from playing the playlist, you'll, you've got like a set amount of perks that you can have selected for that gun. So you might have like the, the barrel perks, and then you've got, say, like ricochet rounds, four times a charm, and then head seeker for a weapon. But if you constantly rank up with those vendors, so if you're constantly playing strikes or if you're constantly playing crucible, the weapons that drop, so like that fusion rifle that we've got that's constantly dropping 
from uh, Riptide. Riptide, yeah, from Crucible. You can then possibly have different perks. Oh, yeah, you can have different slots that will unlock. So in your second column, you might have heating up uh, or feeding frenzy to choose from, and then your third column, successful warm up or unrelenting, things like that. And then the more you rank up with them, the more perks that or the the nodes become available. So you might have a choice of three in one column, things like that. So there are incentives for playing that. And I'm, I'm not sh entirely sure if that's working with Iron Banner as well, because I haven't heard anybody talk about that. I did try and look, but I, I don't think I actually saved any of the Iron Banner weapons that were dropping. You didn't save any of them? Were they all that bad? It was basically the Riptide over and over again. Yeah. Like that, I, I think that's... I think I ended up with like the first 20 drops or something were all riptides and I'm going, I don't know if this gun's good or not, but I don't need a primary fusion rifle. Sorry, I, I just don't. Uh, You should still have one for, you know. Oh, oh, I've got some, but I'm saying oh. I don't need like seven, like I don't need to keep collecting them. I'm not looking oh. at them going, oh, which of these is the absolute best? So they're going to keep dropping. I'll go, I'll figure it out later. If it's, if it's a weapon worth having, somebody will tell me what role I want. Yes. Until then, somebody will tell me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. E either Dim will give me a thumbs up, or someone will make a video and say this is what you want on this gun. It's just primary fusion. You know, primary fusion rifles are usually not the thing I'm going for. No, I guess uh, I appreciate that there's one in that slot now, but slap a champion mod on it. They don't care more about fusion rifles. So, in Sorry, the end, guys. did you actually enjoy playing Iron Banner parody? Oh, very much. Like I, I, I very much enjoyed it. Once, once I got the hang of it once once i realized you know again sort of relearning rift yeah and relearning so all what the you're complaints meant to do. that, that y'all had last week are just gone now we didn't well, really no, have any no, complaints no. last I mean, week there were still bugs there were still issues i'm not saying it was a perfect experience the question was did i enjoy myself and yes i did i'm not saying there aren't things to be fixed i basically echo fallout's video that he put out where he played 124 matches of rift <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, like, yeah. There's some bugs. There's some weirdness. I mean, I knock on wood. I didn't. Get, I only saw the like con the constant transmat bug once or twice, and like our rift only wasn't able to be picked up once. So like, I didn't have a terrible experience as far as the bugs go overall. And honestly, getting stomped or something the other team five zero made the games go quickly. And since my entire objective was complete matches, that was wonderful. That was perfect. You did you get more points for winning matches, game? though. I'm happy to. What was that? You did get more points for winning matches. Yeah, you, you know, absolutely. And, and you got more points after did the... the points the, matter, the, though? I thought you just said play 18 games and you're done. Yeah, but, but for ranking up. Yeah, but for ranking up, salad, you, got more points. you needed to rank up twice. And, and yeah, and when they, put the, when they put the patch in on, like, Friday afternoon or whatever that was, that, like, doubled the XP or whatever, whatever change they put in, I think they doubled, they put in... It basically enabled like the double crucible XP at that point. Yeah. Everything went up super quickly and very fast. And I had never super maxed out my armor to to the point where it broke to begin with. So I was getting, I think, 18 times or something. It was like an 18x multiplier or something at that point. I was like, this works. Yeah. I can I can do this. Wow. Although I don't think it was giving you 18x multiplier. It said that on the screen. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, it, who knows? It, what it said numbers. Doing. I was going a thing. I got I got Saladin uh reset once and halfway or part of the way towards my next reset for the next iron banner no nice. yeah no i had a good i mean i had i always have fun playing iron banner it was nice to have a change it's, uh, even after playing god knows how many maps on, or, you know runs on that new map 
I like it. And now that I've seen the new map outside of outside of Rift, I've it's come up a couple times on um Team Scorched, which yeah. is I honestly on Team Scorched it's fun because it's just more mayhem and more chaos. And there's I don't know, it, it almost feels like I like Bannerfall for Team Scorch. Like when you're out in the courtyard, just sort of in open area. I sort of like the new disjunction map for the same reason. Mm. There's a lot of area. Like, yeah, you can get, you can be inside in close quarters and, and grab people behind doorways or set traps in doorways. But there's a lot of open space to just go jump around in and, and play Team Scorched in. That was a lot of fun. I, I, I still haven't played any control or anything, you know, any quote unquote sort of real PvP match on the new map. There wasn't Rift or Scorched, but so far i enjoy a lot on scorch and i'm getting used to it on rift we'll have to see how it plays on control it just it any map where where it's a huge map and you die and you have to run half a mile to get back into the action is always a little disheartening is so it? we'll see how this goes because i was watching i was watching you know other people's streams and whatnot right i had i hadn't personally been in there myself but the map design wise looks pretty dope i thought Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful, and I like and I like how balanced it is because that's the other that was the other piece that didn't occur to me until again. I, don't, I can't remember whose video I was watching. It said like, yeah, if you're gonna play Rift, you need a balanced map. Like you need you need you know two spots where you can start a team, and then something in the middle to not have it totally be one sided. Mm-hmm. And I like how I like how balanced that big disjunction disjunction map is, and that you can't go inside or outside. You can sort of make those choices of how you want to engage, short range, long range. That was sort of what I was bemoaning last week. Is you know do I do I take short range weapons? Do I take long range, long range weapons in? And it's sort of yeah, pick what you want to go. And you know to my team's point, sort of whatever play style you want to run, grab a loadout that sort of facilitates that play style. You know, and now that things aren't rift, you can sort of play how you like to on that map. And it's you know a little less like everybody go to be in the middle, everybody go to the rift, and then either defend or attack. I, don't know, I had a good time. Night demon, Miss Mister Iron Lord over there. How was your uh? <laughs> I would ask you how your experience was, but we know it was a positive one. Well, I didn't play as many games as Fallout. I played 99 games because I went back and counted. But yeah, I was enjoying it, and I got called a mad fool for playing past getting my Iron Lord. Um, but yeah, I was enjoying it. I Like I said to you last week, I'd set myself up on my Warlock, Astrocyte Verse, blinking in, grabbing the spark, blinking out, you know, blinking into the, the enemy's room base. But yeah, it's it was, I just... You know, I'm a sucker for Iron Banner, but playing over the three maps constantly, I preferred Disjunction because it was bigger and it gave you more opportunities and more routes, whereas the other two, uh, again, like you, I was listening to other people's comments on it. Those maps we've had for longer than seven years, we've Bannerfall and the the other one, I can't remember the name of it, but that was a D1 map like from the get-go we just have had them for so long and there have been so many issues on them and i understand why bungie wanted to kind of test those two maps as well because they've been around for a while and people know how to play them but i don't understand why they don't have like we had with destiny one we had a separate playlist with big maps it was like that big big map style with um first light and I can't remember the name of the one that was on Mars, but there was another kind of big one that even had gun turrets and uh, vehicles on it as well. So I, I don't. So something like a big team battle is what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and and we had the we had that specific map that they built for Rift on the Dreadnought as well. So encompassing 
all the rift the big maps that we had i don't know why they can't just have a rift playlist for when we have iron banner or if they just bring it into the game normally that those maps are only available in that game mode because they are too big sometimes for other game modes I mean, not necessarily 6v6 but maybe for like for trials it's they're they're a bit too big and because we did have that in destiny 2 they they would only have certain maps in certain playlists to start off with didn't they i'm not going crazy there were only certain maps that you could only play like in trials or you could only play in the the the, the 3v3 maps and then i think there were a lot more in the, the 6v6 but i think that they need to do something more like that is that import the big maps from destiny 1 and just have it as as those ones are available for rift and if they change iron banner up like they did with destiny 1 because sometimes we had iron banner rift sometimes we had iron banner clash control i can't, can't remember what else was there was there zone control as well there might have been but yeah they did various different things with that so that that's my only complaint is playing on those smaller maps with it was just chaos with either getting steamrolled or not getting steamrolled mm -hmm. yeah I, and i think that's sort of i'm with you on the like i'd like to see more of a, or less of a one size fits all like you know i understand if you're going to build a new map it's a lot of work it's a, to build it to balance it to make sure you know you can find all the places people can get out of it but it would be nice you know if you're gonna you know instead of trying to say can we build a map for every single game type in pvp across all of it you know yeah build some larger maps build some smaller maps targeted as this is you know this is a map for 6v6 this is a map for these kind of game types yeah and it feels like we might you know and maybe that's again maybe we wouldn't get anything quicker but maybe that's part of the challenge in putting the new stuff out is you're trying to balance it across does this map play in everything or in everything except for trials you know it just it, it seems like a lot to try to again do a one-size-fits-all where we can put this map on 3v3, 6v6, competitive, rift, iron banner, control, clash, like everything. And I don't know whether yeah, it's I, they don't bring certain maps back because of, like, story-wise, because surely they could use something like we have with the X-Men and where they... Is it the danger room they have in X-Men? They just explain, yeah. like, oh, there's this room that can project a, a bit like Star Trek, can just project whatever it was in, mm -hmm. in that time and place hey we we used to fight in the dreadnought this is what it looked like we've recreated it in this this danger zone thing just go and play you know just have something in the story that would correlate to the reasons why we're still able to go and play you you wouldn't even really need that you, you could just say hey guys um we know titan's gone but you're gonna play gambit on titan because we say so we do that now, but I'm just saying if they were worried about things <laughs> like that, like bringing the Dreadnought back into it or bringing mm -hmm. First Light back into it or other maps yeah. that we... You know, there were huge areas in some of these maps that that could be converted, but they're not. And I, I think a they lot of other be. people have said they want to play on yeah, Europa, but maps, whilst they're not a Europa these map. These maps that you're talking about, they weren't created with something like PvP in mind. So they wouldn't really be balanced. You wouldn't have a uh, a left side is equal to the right side type of deal. So um, on a lot of these places, if they did just convert it to a PvP arena, like what you're suggesting, then somebody's going to get the short end of that stick. You know? 
Well, so surely, surely there is a way around that. There is a way of kind of making the match symmetrical or balanced. But what you could do is, if you're talking about symmetry, you could have look like, no like further than um, and people test the maps. Look maybe. no further than boss rooms in uh in in raids or dungeons. Yeah, those tend to be fairly large, you know, and they're always symmetrical. Yeah. So, well, you just take like uh, the one that's on the moon that we rarely ever go to anymore, right? Make that a PvP map. Enlarge it just slightly because it's basically just all open area with a couple of pillars to jump to and fro, right? So, sniper's dream, <laughs> basically. Okay, uh, give, me, give me a wide open map, you cowards. Give me, give me a giant field, Civil War style. I want to march against the enemy with my line of buddies and get mowed down. Come on. Make I mean, it happen. That'll be it. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> one way to do that. You know. No, but we've we've got all these other wonderful worlds that we've been to, like Europa. Why have we not got any PvP maps on Europa? Because Varric says no. His licensing fees are way I, too I high. I didn't even know we didn't have one. I mean, <laughs> well, that I was know. the complaint, wasn't it, when we had Beyond Light come that there were no PvP maps that were centric to that planet. Yeah, and just no PvP maps period at all full stop. i mean i mean like like you were saying though, if they want to make it easy you know take existing boss arenas enlarge them slightly and bob's your uncle right bob's not my uncle bob is definitely your uncle and Susie is your aunt don't lie to me definitely not so that was iron banner talk thank you it welcome was. yeah so yeah so it feels like we've hit hit that horse enough times star horse is now i, I think a lot of people like to hear other people's yeah, yeah, yeah. views on it agreed the, the 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 map talk though has been beaten to death is more what i meant Sorry. <laughs> oh he's all like he, uh question from the chat is do you want the weather effects from europa to occur during pvp yeah. why not yeah it's asked it's not why not it's it's what's your opinion yeah. oh yeah totally if if i'm playing on on a place where there can be a giant storm come up why not Bring i played on a i think it was a gears 2 map in pvp that literally had a snowstorm come in in the middle of the map and destroy half of it so if you were on that side when all the sirens went off you got like an avalanche come down and kill you it would then change the map up because you would have places that you can then reach and get to so and that was on an xbox 360 so surely on this new generation they can do something like that you know, and I it's, it's not the hardware. It's it's are the devs going to take the time to do something that detailed? You know, but d d wouldn't that sound fantastic? That you know, halfway through, yeah. you, you got sirens. You had a blizzard come across, and then if you were in the wrong place, say there were like three different versions of it. If you were in the wrong place at the wrong time, and you weren't taking cover, you could end up being dead. But then after that, the map then changes to be something else, and you know more people would thrive on it or, or depending on the the loadouts and things i think that would be quite interesting especially for a rift game yeah yeah it was really it was really mixed things up and i think yeah for for something non-competitive you know you're, you're not playing trials you're not playing elimination on it maybe but yeah if you're playing playing you know casual pvp for lack of a better term control that's that's the perfect place for it yeah control or rumble i don't think that was ever a thing um, Golden saying that why don't we bring back those giant maps like the moon and earth where we could use vehicles and turrets? I don't think that was ever a thing in PvP. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. We I, could I use said it like about 10 PvP? minutes ago. Yeah. 
I don't think I can't remember the one on the Earth that. map, oh, but I remember the one on Mars, and I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, First Light had turrets on there that you could sit in. Do you know what? Remember that? No. Yeah, you so could you could take you, you could take I'm, out the I'm, uh, interceptors. I'm absolutely Halo, or I'm remembering Halo and not Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, on on First Light there was I believe there were the uh, interceptors. So you had interceptors, and you might have had the sparrows, the fallen sparrows that shoot out the little bombs either side. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. you remember I, those? I, I had to pull the picture on a PvP and... map. On a PvP yes. map, it, it was yes, like a yes. big. T- was Did it? you ever play PvP in D one? Respawn. I it sounds like no. I don't think I did. Okay, well, I was going to say I just pulled up this picture. Here, I'll put in the show notes. Yeah, there, there was channel. a there was a gun turret. On... But I totally didn't remember until I saw this picture. Then I was like, "Oh, now I remember running around on that map." Yeah, yeah. There, there was, was a gun, gun turret, turret on the on the one of the ledges, wasn't it, overlooking mm-hmm. uh, the other team coming up the hill? But they could have the interceptors. So yeah. only one t- only one team got interceptors, and the other no, team no. Was there was like... there was two interceptors, one at the top, one at the bottom. Okay, uh, also, the, yeah, and there were three the stationary turrets placed on the map. Yeah, yeah. probably hit heavy firepower blah 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 yeah interceptors heavy weapons uh also pikes yeah, yeah that was it pikes sorry i i had totally forgotten that had vehicles on until it's weird how you see a picture of a map and then immediately remember playing it because <laughs> until then i was like first i was like which one is first like oh right the one with the moon base where you could go inside and it had yeah people were always trying to run you over with the vehicles yeah you could go inside the base you could go on the outside of the base you could go in the cave sections over to the left or the right whichever way you were coming up yeah, so there, there were a few places that you could go, but it was it well, it was a big team battle, and I, I vaguely yeah. remember that one being a rift map as well when we did have rift. But yes, bring bring the one back from the Dream City, which was that huge map with the gondola thing in the middle on the outside, and then you had the cave system inside, and you had the inside structure that you could run through. There were like so many different lanes that you could run through, and I don't. I mean, not working at Bungie, I don't know the reason why they took it out of the game, but that probably would have been a good one for Rift as well. I was programming. They realized they could get away with less and still keep the people entertained. <laughs> no, but they, I, I, no, they, they removed quite a few maps and said, well, this is the reasons why we're removing these maps. And I, I honestly can't remember the reason why they removed that map. Yeah, I wonder if that was... Well, I know there were some, ba- you know, some balanced things, because again, I think they're trying to serve the one-size-fits-all you know, trying to make sure that they can use, you know, if we're going to build you, tw- you know, 12 maps, we want those 12 maps to be used in as many different game types as possible. Right. But no, I think the I other, I think you. the other part was probably when they were, co- when they were vaulting content. And again, I don't remember when they removed the maps. Yeah. But probably in their thinking of, you know, Hey, this game is massive. We need to make it physically smaller, you know, hard drively smaller <laughs> than, than we need to remove things from it. And, you know, maybe some of the PVP maps are on the, are on the cutting block saying we want to rework these anyway let's take these out the same time we do the content vaulting and then we can something, something in a future date, you know, rework them and bring them back. And maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. We'll see. But yeah, no, I, I, God, I did not remember first light until I looked it up going, Oh yeah. God, the, the memories are all, yeah. The memories all streaming back eight to 12 players. Yeah. He, yeah. Heavy pikes, pikes and interceptors were available in addition to your sparrow. What was the name of the one on Gate Mars? Type combined arms. That was it, Combined Arms. It was the playlist, wasn't it? All right, yeah. Let's see, Combined Arms was a time-limited Crucible event in 2014. Yeah, so Control, 
It was variations on control and clash with vehicles and stuff. Okay, and then also they had Bastion and Sky Shock because there's other maps. Oh, now, yeah. Now, oh, oh, yeah, Bastion, I think, was, yeah, the Meridian Bay. And Bastion was the map on Mars. Bastion, that was it, yeah. Yeah, um, God. What was the other one this, you said on the was a long time ago. Not even Sky Shock. Sky Shock. Oh, yeah. And I remember playing on Sky Shock, but I do not remember from these pictures. Sky Shock, wasn't that the one where they turned that into the Galahorn mission in D1? Or, or was that Maybe? a different Crucible map? Yeah, I Because that was another Crucible map, wasn't it? Because that... yeah, didn't that basically happen in Bannerfall or something like Bannerfall? Because wasn't it like a city setting? I, I don't remember. <laughs> Too many years ago, my my, mem- my I can't remember last week, let alone can I remember twenty fourteen limited time events. Well, if you can't remember last week, we might as well just tell you what's happening next week. Yeah, what what is happening next week? What, what should I be looking forward to playing? Well, trials, capture zones, returns with bonus ranks next weekend. Mm. Not this weekend that we're currently in. So next weekend after you hear this, Monday Tuesday, it'll be Do available. Like bonus ranks. So that would be Friday the 17th of June through to Monday the 20th and reset on the 21st, I guess. You can save Sadia in the Corrupted Nightfall, as we like to do. We, we like to save Sadia over and over and over again until we bring the um, Dreaming City's curse to an end. One day she just stays saved, maybe. Yeah. One day. Oh, and I did, lesson. I did read on the director that we've got the grandmasters coming i believe it's the 7th of july is that spongy day isn't it it is seven seven but but do we believe them that it'll actually be available or will they <laughs> say it's available and we'll all go looking for the node going I, I i don't see it do you see it so you've got a couple of weeks before we get grandmasters in the game so that'll give more time to get your light up to whatever it is it's i've no idea what it's going to be the what do, you, what do you think the minimum is going to be? It's normally, isn't it about 25 light above? So it's normally, I reckon it's going to be about 1585 minimum to get in because last season was 1575. So this season would be 1585 minimum light to get in. Well, so, I can I can tell you right now because I'm, I'm oh, peeking at the game. It's going to be a recommended power of 1610. No. That's that's what the game tells me as as we record here on the 11th of June. It says Grandmaster difficulty and Nightfall opens July 5th. Recommended power 1610. But maybe that's what the enemies are. Maybe. I'm just <laughs> telling you what the game's telling me. The game's lying. The, the game always lies. The game can't be trusted. Well, our, um, our, our powerful so cap what, like, is 1570, isn't it? With powerful with pinnacle rewards at the moment, you get to fifteen sixty, which is the base cap, and then the well, pinnacle I mean, reward is fifteen seventy. Your master, your master nightfall is fifteen ninety. So you're the hardest nightfall you can run right now as we record is fifteen ninety. And that's the same with the loss, the the master loss sectors as well. Yeah, so I mean, it makes sense if your grandmaster is going to be above that, it's going to be sixteen hundred or sixteen ten. Yeah, you know, but the, that's how hard that's how hard the enemies are going to be. Yeah. And yeah, oh, 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 no, right, yeah, you're talking about the floor to go in, yeah. Yeah, the floor to go in, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, yeah, no idea. <laughs> so now that we've confused parody, you can throw now more grenades when Shaq's bringing... I'm not muted. Y'all heard all that. Damn it! No, we didn't, we hear, didn't any hear anything. We didn't hear anything, so no, we, we didn't. 
So you can also throw more grenades when Shaxx brings Mayhem back to the Crucible. Delightful! And Parody, Mayhem, do, you, do we really need to explain Mayhem? Maybe we do. Do we? Maybe shoot we do, things, but... get points! Yay! Do you shoot things, though? No, no, you, no, no. You put you put the guns on. You're trying to complete a catalyst or to do you know just to rank up with. Yeah. You ignore those guns entirely for the most part, or maybe you use one of the three guns, and you use your supers over and over and over again because your supers respawn super quickly, and uh, oh, you cause a whole bunch of mayhem. And there's also a weekly challenge for it if you haven't done it yet. There will be, yeah. So things like Shards of Galanor for your Hunters are pretty good because you get them more than two kills and it will refund 50% of your super back. Spec into Intellect and you'll get your super back super fast, especially with that. Uh, is it the Skull of Dharamkara for the Warlocks on Avoid subclass? Nova Bombs for days. Again, if you get more than two kills, I believe you get 50% of your super back instantly. And I can't remember the one for the Titans. Is it the... Is, is it the, the Gauntlets, the pauldrons? isn't it? Is it the Dolph Doom Doomfang Pauldrons? Yeah, isn't that the thing that you guys use? I, I don't know. I'm asking you, Hunter Master Rager. I don't know. Uh, I've never specced into Mayhem in my life. I just go in and say, you're going to give me super fast. <laughs> super fast, super cooldowns. I don't have to spec into it. I can just show up and murder or things. Or you could play or, the parody version of everywhere. Mayhem, which is you spec into shutting down people's supers. So you want to throw mm -hmm. your void grenades that suppress people, or you want to be the hunter that suppresses people with their bow. Oh, actually, mm -hmm. now everybody's got suppressing grenades. So go, yeah. go into it with void and just throw out those suppressing grenades. Spec into having more grenades. And just keep throwing them out. And so when people run around the corner to try and kill you, oh, would be so proud. suppress them with the grenades and then shoot Shaxx them with it. the weapons that Respawn was talking about. There you go. Mm -hmm. Sorted. Exactly. Perfect. Suppressor grenades for everyone. So we have two pinnacle rotators for our raids and dungeons next week. We have the Vault of Glass and the Grasp of Avarice dungeon. So those will also be giving pinnacles away as well as the new dungeon and the new raid. So you've got double amount of pinnacles to go and get. And if I'm respawn and I'm very excited to go run that dungeon, where where do I find that? Is that on the planet where it's at? Is that no, that's going to be in the Legends. I, I, I believe it's on the Cosmodrome. No, isn't it going to be inside the, that? Uh, it's on the Cosmodrome. If you open up the destinations, you have that Legends icon. It's not in there. It's in there as well, but it's also on the Cosmodrome oh. in the top left-hand corner. Oh, okay, so you, so you can do both. You can go to you can go to the tried and true planet, or you can go to that lovely legends tab and pull it up from there. Yeah, yeah, just just go to the legends tab because sure it's got the vault of glass in there. There you go. So that, that that's our next week. Because I've seen so many vault of glass requests this week. There's probably always vault of glass. Yeah, because people want to get their vex class to get their mm -hmm. warlocks flying around with their rain of fire boots. Because that was something I, I did this those. week. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. Oh, they they are lovely and just quickly dodging and reloading and just fantastic speaking of trying to get things out of lost sectors i ran the conflux probably a dozen times the other day on my warlock yep i received nothing oh I, me nothing. me as well with my hunter nothing, nothing at all like, I, I ran a, a, dozen, a dozen times you know the you know legend you know the got it down to about five minutes i could knock it all out but Never received a single drop. Not not a single like and I'm missing all what of the warlock arms. All of y'all. Like, okay, I'm my RNG everybody knows is ass. Right? Nobody can right. 
But my, my my little sector RNG has been really good up until now. Yeah, I was going to say, Warlock, I, I apparently no. four or five runs without getting an exotic, dude. Ever. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Like, uh, yeah, no, like I've gotten like them on the first run on my Titan, like first run, gotten the drop. There are three exotic arms on the Warlock I'm missing because I'm missing all of them because I haven't run anything <laughs> on my Warlock in seasons. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, there's three of these available to me. I, I don't, you know, I, I'd like to get all three of them at some point. Let me just run these until... I at least get one or two of them, you know, with the time I had, not a single one, not a single, I'm going to do something wrong. Like now, I mean, the, the banner in front of the lost actor still said it was head, but everything on the internet told me it was arms. So, but either way, I got no exotic drops of any sort. I really got any drops at all. I think I got like one heavy weapon drop in all the runs, you know, some materials and stuff. But as far as actual loot from those runs, like the conflux was just, giving me next to nothing yeah no no I can, why I can, am i doing I this i can um sympathize with you for that one because i ran that to get it was the um, i believe it was the gauntlets out for that day and i did the same thing i went in there with my titan no actually who does start off with no i went in there with my hunter and i did the legend version and got the achievement for doing the legend version and i thought oh i need to mm-hmm. go and do it on the master version i'll try it on the master version that was quite easy master solo flawless was easy scout rifle pulse rifle and galahorn that's all i needed uh, mm-hmm. i used the right. ashes embrace which was the scout rifle with the void shields to take down the void enemies just stayed at the back of the map just pop shopping the yeah pop shot in the i was actually using the uh the pulse rifle you get from the dungeon because my first one that i got came with adaptive munitions so a primary with adaptive munitions and its armor piercing, mm. just deleting shields in like two or three shots. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it was easy to do on the master version and I got the, the triumphs for that. And I, I ra- ran through and it gave me some it gave me some gauntlets for my hunter. And yeah. which ones did it give me? I thought I was getting the new ones and when they dropped <laughs> They gave me the renewed grass, which I realised that I didn't get from last season. So I then played another ten on master and got absolutely nothing. I didn't get any shards. Right. I didn't get right. any cores. I got absolutely nothing. So I ended up going. I came off of that, went onto my titan, went straight in, did a master, and got the new gauntlets to drop straight away. And I was like, See, that, you "Just don't I've noticed, like me." I've noticed with the master no. Correct me if I'm wrong, if anybody else has seen anything different. The legends are usually a lot faster to, to run through, right, by minutes. Yeah. So you can run through more of those, even though it right. supposedly has a lower chance to drop. But I did the Masters because I could at this point in time, and I was like, you know what? F it. Let's just run some Masters and see what's going on. Now, like I said before, on Legend, I never go more than four or five runs without getting something. On Master, I went eight runs. And you know how when you look at it, right, it says the exotic is common. Yep. And the mm-hmm. stupid little jewel thing that we get, the uh, the mat, the oh my god, the, the jewel thing, enhancement core. Yeah. Enhancement yeah. core, right? Is uncommon. uncommon. Yeah. Right. I had five of those. I had just straight up regular legendary engrams. I had the chest give me nothing on two occasions. Yep. And I'm just like. This is ridiculous. And then I went yeah. back to playing Legend. Two Legends in, I got the exotic. I'm like, that's that's uh, that's absurd. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. It, it makes me feel better to hear that a someone got anything to drop from that, and b maybe I should have run a master or two and just switched it up and tried to fool it. Because yeah, I it, yeah I, I had the same experience. I opened the chest and nothing came out. I'm going. Is this chest faulty? Did it, it, was this chest reused? That happened from, to me. Twice. Was someone just here to loot this chest and they haven't <laughs> refilled it yet? Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, because I, I, I'm used to, you know, I, I knew I'd have to run things a number of times, but I'm like going, I have, there are three gauntlets I do not have on this character. Hmm. You know, basically all of the, all of the Law Sector Warlock Exotic gauntlets, I've gotten zero of them because I haven't tried in the past. So, so I just, I, and again, it was one of those days where I was like, I've got, I've got an hour or so. Let me look. Oh, it, it's gauntlet day. Let me just see what happens. Oh, it's a conflux that seems easy enough to run. Let me knock a bunch of them out. Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> nothing. I tell you what, though, the, the, the Master Nightfall this week. Alright, don't yell at me, but I think it was one of the easiest ones to do. I've been farming it most of this week, and I ended up with like five golf balls and 47 shards? Yeah. Yeah. I believe that, yeah. Balls this week. And it's the one where you have to fight the servitor at the end. Uh, the, 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 the jail. The jail. Oh, yeah, okay. oh yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I asked because I just hadn't run a nightfall this weekend. So. Yeah, I mean it's it's actually not that bad. It's not, and you will need all three um, mod, yeah, mod types, right? Because they have champions mm. of every type in there. But so, yeah, all in all, they're not yeah, but bad. that's you only kind of need a bit of coordination if you to like go to legend and master versions of that for your fire team. Sure, absolutely. But yeah, once you get that coordination, like okay, there's going to be out of this door. There's gonna be the the shielded guy. All three of you sit there. As soon as he pops out, you delete him. Then hmm. door next to him, you have the unstoppable. Everybody runs over there. You delete him, and then you go dismantle the mines until the boss comes out. Right? I mean, yeah, some communication is necessary, but overall, as far as skill wise, as far as difficulty goes, it's not bad at all. It's, it was definitely the week to farm if if you didn't. Sorry. It, it, yeah, it was a good it was a good nightfall this week. I I did that one as well. But I, what well, again, I didn't realize with that is that they did say it in the twelve a couple of months or about a month ago, saying that with them reintroducing the Warden of Nothing strike back into the rotation, even though the planet's gone, that some of those triumphs would be reattainable. So there was one for doing, I think, the high score on it, uh, and then there was one for doing it again, uh, just mm-hmm. as a nightfall, and then there was the one for getting scorched with the servitor burning. All I did was pop mm-hmm. a rift, stand in the rift, and get scorched <laughs> for ten seconds, mm-hmm. and that that was fine. Um, and then I think if you get the the ten k nightfall uh, pinnacle reward, you'll easily do that triumph as well, as well as just playing it. So those are back. But I'm glad you got. We were talking about the the lost sectors because I have the lost sector rotations for next week. If you're interested. Hello. Hello. Uh. Why do you do this? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, just go January or what is it? June twelfth, Master Lost Sector, and the first link tells you what it is, guys. Don't make us go through this every week, please. Tell him to stop. Tell him to stop. Right. So we have Monday the thirteenth. He's going to be Sky Shock Four on the EDC, giving you exotic chests. Tuesday the 14th will be the quarry, on also on the EDC, giving you exotic helmets. Wednesday the 15th will be the K1 crew quarters on the moon, giving you exotic legs. 
Thursday the 16th will be the K1 Logistics. We'll give you arms. That's also on the moon. Friday the 17th will be K1 Revelations on the moon, giving you chess pieces. Saturday the 18th will be the K1 Communion on the moon, also giving helmets. Sunday the 19th will be the Confluxes, back on Nessus, giving you exotic legs. And back round to Monday the 20th, 20th, which will be Metamorphosis on the Throne World, giving you exotic arms. So, yeah, we've we've kind of got the, the rotations down. I will try and search out some of the guides for some of the new ones, because, again, like Perry was saying, the Conflux is now, is now up. It uh, I'm really confused, because it's the only one on Nessus that's been kind of introduced into the game. There are no other Triumphs for any of the other ones to do. So maybe next season they'll bring some of the other ones back maybe they're reworking them like i said they we knew that the edz ones were coming back because they'd reworked those so i'll find some guides on the edz ones and chuck them into our show notes i just wanted people to go to, to go to nessus there's no other reason other than to visit zur there there's no reason and, and he's not dead. even there today so there yeah. uh hey don't be mean to to fast she needs a friend She's she not. does. But, I mean, I haven't been to Nessus in months, except for running this Lost Sector this week. Like, there's just zero reason to visit this planet. Sorry, failsafe. Abandoned by, abandoned by the Guardians in addition to your crew. It's really oh. annoying, isn't it, that you have to fly to the system and then you sparrow for like half an hour just to get to the Lost Sector. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and if you are doing the Lost Sectors, as the guy said, if you do the legend version, they are less champions and a little bit quicker to get through. But it's an uncommon drop for the for the exotics to drop. You get should do, get more of a common drop by doing the master ones. Should should being the keyword. Maybe the conflux is a little bit bugged. Maybe it's a little bit bugged. So if we've all yeah, experienced, that's all sort of, of wondering. That's why I wanted to bring it up this week to see if either of you. I figured I figured nineteen was it was a was a reliable law sector runner. So <laughs> oh wow, I was like, I was like, let's see if you. Well, you're you're the dungeon guy. He's a law sector guy. That's just who you are in my brain. <laughs> yeah. How many times have you done your dungeon? Yeah. Uh, my dungeon. Yeah. I don't a lot. <laughs> so, there you go then. You run all the dungeons. Ask me how many times I've done the dungeon. Uh, well, I told you I'd run you through. You just gotta give me a date and time, man. Time and date. But yeah, I haven't even accidentally set a foot into the dungeon thinking it was, you know, the drifter. <laughs> the other day, um, I was playing with somebody and I was running him through the dungeon and he's all like, oh, Parody's online. You want to see if Parody wants to come? I'm like, no. He goes, why not? I'm Aww. like, no, no. I'm like, uh, does it show him playing Iron Banner? It said, yeah. I'm like, then no. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Not Arf saw me online this week because I was I was getting on to, just to screw around in the castle for a little bit and I was like, I can't talk. I'm sitting in a meeting. I'm just doing this to screw around for a bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no communication, no actual, no actual help. Just picking this controller up. I'm like, I'm halfway idling through these uh, nightmare encounters. So I'm helping my team internet. And if you two want to be like parody and have no communication, just do whatever you want to do. You could do your challenges next week. That's what I've done this week. Hmm. So week four, next week? the challenges for week four are going to be Sorrowbound four. Complete Bound in Sorrow 4 and defeat Cabal Centurions throughout the system. And that's do number four of that and 50 Centurions. That will give you challenge XP+. plus. Crematory Fist on the Derelict Leviathan defeat combats with melee abilities, solar melee abilities or nightmares defeated with melee abilities grant additional progress. 150 of those, please. And that will give you challenge XP+. plus. Burning Shame, a complete sever shame. 
only using solar subclass, solar kinetic or stasis weapons. So you have to do it that way, no other way. That will give you a figment of darkness and challenge XP plus. Shape of Nightmare 1. Extract weapon elements from haunted weapons with deep sight mods. I'm guessing it's just one of those, and that's challenge XP plus. Because it just got I hope so, because it's like bribery getting those things to drop. Mm. Mod collector, unlock artifact mods, and that's 12 of those. So if you've already got to 12 of those, well done you. You get challenge XP plus plus and some bright dust. Precision calibration. Calibrate marksman weapons, which includes scout rifles, sniper rifles, linear fusion rifles by landing precision final blows. Bonus progress against guardians. 200 of those. Not to, You don't have to do 200 guardians. Just, just go to the derelict leviathan. You'll be quite happy doing it there. Challenge XP plus and some bright dust. High value hunter. Defeat powerful combatants in gambit. And bonus progress for defeating high value targets. And it's 75 of those. And that will give challenge XP plus plus and some bright dust. So I'm guessing as we've got trials boosted XP next weekend, in theory, seeing as we've already had Crucible, we've had strikes this week, trials next week, the week after, that will be the week to do your gambit and get your gambit weapon and gambit ornament for that weapon. That'd be a good week. Uh, we have Flourish of Power. Defeat Guardians in Mayhem playlist with super abilities. So not your guns respawn, super abilities. And they want you Meh. to have 50 super kills. And that will give challenge XP plus and some bright dust. Hunters, go in there with your arc uh, stripper pole and just reflect everybody's supers back at them. It's hilariously good fun. There you, there go. you go. Yeah, Mayhem's up. So if you heard 50 super kills and threw your controller across the room or through your phone and turned off this podcast. Mayhem. <laughs> mayhem. mayhem. Not regular. Mayhem. You super kills. back every four or so seconds. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just spec into it. Yeah. Darkness Nightfall. Complete any Nightfall strike on hero difficulty or higher. And that's three of those. That will give you a Nightfall weapon, challenge XP plus, and some bright dust. So there you go. That's week four. Just know that any we've got another six weeks to go. Is? Well, Any idea what our Nightfall weapon is next week? Is it the one that drops from the Nightfall of that week in the past, or has it been just something out of the pool? Last time it was the auto-rifle. The, the duty-bound? Duty-bound. Normally it's whatever's the newest one that's been introduced into the Nightfall rotation. But it doesn't tell me anywhere what it is. Yeah, yeah. no, I know it doesn't tell you, so I wonder if it'll be the DFA hand cannon or... Possibly, yeah. Well, DFA was last week. No, yeah, but that's right, what I'm saying. Right, 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 but I'm trying to remember what else came, what else was it'll, new this it'll season. It'll be the DFA hand cannon. And this week was the, the auto rifle with the bayonet that looks like the... The duty bound. Yeah, the du duty bound. Yeah, the duty bound, yeah. It, it's not week specific because you can do this challenge on any week and it will just give you, it's whatever they've reintroduced into the Nightfall pool. So that's what we're oh. saying. Last season, it was the duty bound that was reintroduced. This season was the DFA hand cannon, so it's going to be the DFA hand cannon. It's the same with what they did with Trials. When the Trials challenge comes up, it's whatever the new Trials weapon will be. And I believe it's a yep. sidearm, isn't it? Which is the new, uh, or a fusion rifle. So it'll be one of those two for the Trials challenge that comes up in a couple of weeks. Have you been collecting your new ornaments for your fire set that's available in Eververse? Because this week the gauntlets are available. So currently... 
Yes, no. No, no I don't think so. I don't think I bought. I only bought anything from Everburst. One thousand two hundred bright dust per gauntlet. So if you get collecting now, does that mean I have to spend three thousand because I need two gauntlets for my character, or or do they come in a pair of two? No, no. You, it's just one thousand two hundred, and you get two two gauntlets with fire flames Excellent. on them. And I worked out if you. I'm guessing it's probably going to be the same for you guys as well. If you purchase two ornaments per class, you could then only buy the second tier of silver bundle, which I think gives you 1,100 silver to then purchase the rest of the set. Because once you've got some of the ornaments unlocked, it will give you a discount on how much is left to buy in that bundle for silver. So I've got to wait until next week, purchase the next ornament, and then that will bring it down. So if I want to get all three sets and I want to use some silver, it's the cheaper version. Or unless I just splurge out and get the big pack of silver, which I don't generally get. But I like these Ooh, fire ornaments. Treat yourself splurge. Right yeah. But it's also my wife's birthday, so, you know, I've got to treat her. Do you, though? Hmm. Yeah. Like you should treat her. Sure. So would you like to know what's available in our Eververse store for next week? No. Or do you want me to stop reading these out to the people as well? (laughs) Just stop reading them. What is available in our Eververse store? Or or pre-record that crap, man. (laughs) Tell me. Tell me on them. Tell tell me what I should buy. No. What are stylish guardians wearing this week? It's a trap. Don't fall for it. So next week for silver. Fell for it. You can have the Mm -hmm. battle-worn shell, which is exotic ghost shell. And that will be 600 silver. Looks pretty cool. Uh, next, we have the Swift Persistence Exotic Ship for 800 silver. Next, we have the Wartorn Peregrine, which is our exotic sparrow, for 800 silver. We have the Weapon Ornament for the Traveller's Chosen Sidearm, and that's Dream of the Sky, and that will be 700 silver. That looks pretty cool. That looks very Dreaming City ish. Next week, we also then have the ornaments for the Hunter, the Warlock, and the Titan that we'll talk about in the Twab, because Bungie have highlighted it in the Twab, but it's something we highlighted in a video a couple of weeks back. The Cloak of Bacris, the Mark of the Falling Star, and the Bond of Battle Harmony, which all synergize with those exotics. They will be for 600 silver each. And then you have the Rocket Stomp exotic emote for 1,000 silver. But if you have been saving your bright dust up by doing daily, weekly bounties, because don't forget, if you go to each vendor, you can do, I think, believe it's eight bounties each week per vendor. So if you go and visit Shax, do eight bounties. He will give you 120 bright dust. Doesn't work with the gunsmith, but he just gives you some respect and uh, acknowledges that you cheated him out of a an enhancement core and enhancement prism last week uh, from doing a glitch. But... <laughs> Yeah, so which they have which they have patched by the way, we'll tell yeah, you later. But they have patched. That. If you think you're going to do it this week, no, you're not. If you do the main three vendors, I, b- I believe they give you 120 bright dust per eight bounties that you turn into them, and a powerful reward. So even if you forget that it's, it's the powerful reward that you might be going after, just keep picking up the bounties. If you play the game, just pick up the bounties, and then you can do the repeatable ones, which give you 10 bright dust. I know it's not a lot, but at least it keeps stocking up your bright dust. So, for Bright Dust next week, we have the EXU14 Exotic Sparrow, 
which would be 2,500 Bright Dust. We have the Dragon Bone Weapon Ornament for the Deathbringer. Again, looking very Dreaming City for 1,250 Bright Dust. We have the Burning Moor Projection, which is your Legendary Ghost Projection for 1,500 Bright Dust. The Stasis Transmat Effect for 450 Bright Dust. The Splish Splash Exotic Emote for 3,250 Bright Dust. The Floating Dance, which is your Legendary Emote for 700 Bright Dust. Red Lion Shell, which is Exotic Ghost Shell for 2,850 Bright Dust. The Weapon Ornament for the Returning Menagerie Weapons. So we have the Epicurean, which is the Fusion Rifle. Beggar to be Fed, and that will be 700 Bright Dust. We have the Shining Cabriolet, which is exotic ship, which is pretty cool. A very unique ship, very red, and that will be 2,000 Bright Dust. And then we have our ornaments for our flaming boots for the Warlocks, Titans and Hunters. So we have the Sun's Apex Strides for the Hunters. We have the Radiant Breaker Greaves for the Titans and the Dawn Singer Boots for the Warlocks. They will all be 1,200 Bright Dust. And then finally, Respawn. We have the depository projection for our legendary ghosts, and that will be 1,500 bright dust. And that's your Eververse for next week. I don't feel enticed. Not not even with the universal ornaments? Uh, no, I, I, I might pick up the broken shell and the broken ship because my current uh, Titan loadout has the like original day one wrecked armor okay. on it. I have all those ornaments on. So I'm looking like a very wrecked Titan, so maybe I'll get a wrecked ship and a wrecked ghost shell to go with it. But yeah. Uh, well, right now in, in, in the Bright Dust, you have the wrecked Sparrow. Yeah. There we go. I, I could have all the wrecked things. I could have a whole wrecked Titan. Yeah. Didn't look quite as wrecked as I was hoping. I mean, I did put I put a couple of different shaders on it, but I was really hoping to be just like, you know, broken down day one, like just crawled out of the wreckage Titan and wasn't, wasn't quite there. So I'd like to be more wrecked if possible. <laughs> Just have just have a little mouse in a in a in a wheel as the engine. <laughs> or put pedals on a sparrow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If I could have a Flintstone style sparrow, that'd be great. <laughs> I, 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 my sparrow is actually me it, it's just an old donkey. I have to actually walk it around. It doesn't actually I don't actually get to ride it at all. Nice. Ish. So do we have any hot fixes and things that we need to go through for people? Or was that ages ago? That was... Oh oh there there's one all the time. Is there? Is this one there about is. the solar buffs? Every every day there's a new hotfix. This is the hotfix where we made our hunters um, exactly the same as they were before because they got nothing. Sorry, hunters. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were already good. Yeah, but no, we had hotfix 4102 this week. Um, so if you were one of those lovely people farming your dungeon on the master version to get your pinnacle drop over and over and over again, uh, you were doing that, but you're not doing that anymore because that was fixed. So, and this patch came out on the 7th of June, so uh, Tuesday of this week. So, yeah, reset day on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, as of this week, these things were all fixed. So, after after now, after Tuesday, your encounters on either Legend or Master, whichever is completed first, will reward you a pinnacle once per week per class. So, pinnacle rewards were unrestricted with the duality master mode before this change. Now they're restricted. Respawn, is there a reason you would run the Legend or the Master to get your pinnacle first? Does it matter? Does one give you greater rewards since you're only going to um, get one drop on whichever one you run first? Don't you want to get the Avarist Armor? Is it Avarist? I can't remember the name of the word. Avarist Armor? You would prefer the higher end armor just because you get an extra slot to play with. So that's only available um, on the Master version, isn't it? 
Correct. And also, if you do the master version, you can take that box that gives you a better chance of getting the sword. So if you don't have that yet. Which you need yeah. to go invisible if you're a titan. Yeah, so if you're going to run, if you're only going to run it once, do the master version. If you've got a friend to run, you know, friend or two to run master with. If not, uh, do the other version and what you get. Uh, they also fix an issue where the grasp of Avarice's final boss encounter, the Captain Avarok, might show some shaky animations during this fight, but you'll be able to, you know, get through the progress, shaky animations and all. They also fix an issue where the activity could crash during the Caretaker encounter in Vow of the Disciple, and they remove the powerful rewards from the Deepstone Crypt when it's not a weekly featured raid. Because if you're not featured, nobody loves you, you get nothing, you lose good day, sir. Couple That's weapon fixes. Some of those are the best weapons in the game. Well, yeah, gotta be featured. You had your time in the sun. I mean, you don't have to get a pinnacle. You can play it just to get the weapon itself. Those weapons are not sunset, so you can play it, get those weapons, and just level them up. Because it's still those weapons are phenomenal. If you don't know the weapons, they have a chance to feed their own magazines. And if you let them do that to capacity, it ends up being double the magazine capacity, full stop. And you get that on almost every weapon out of that dungeon. And you also have, uh, I mean, just the weapons themselves are just amazing. If you don't know what they are, check out Deepstone Crypt Weapons, do the raid, you won't be disappointed. Unless you don't finish start getting new weapons, then you will be disappointed and you'll have a bunch of armor. <laughs> might not disappoint you. But I'm going to tell you that there's some. They, they fixed some things with some weapons. They fixed an issue where some weapons wouldn't get deep sight progression at all. If you had the enhanced version of the bait and switch perk, it wasn't working. Now it is. Your adaptive munitions were not working on glaives. Period. Full stop. Now they are. Your exotic sidearm trespasser, the new one this season, was not available in collections. So if for some reason you've earned it and threw it away, uh, you couldn't get it back. Now you can. Your season auto pass or your season auto rifle fire fright was not available in collections, and the conscripted ornament for the traveler's chosen could no longer be equipped. Now it can if you own it. The on the armor they've updated the roastum perk on the hunter's exotic arms Caliban's hand. Your proximity knife scorches targets it damages with its explosions or ignites targets on a direct kill. Mm -hmm. So which didn't change really screws up that spell, dude. The, the build that's floating around where you get to use those knives as a nuke, it's incredibly powerful. But here's the problem, right? If your knife kill, like if you hitting the enemy with your knife kills them, you get your knife back. If the, what's called the detonation, the, the word for detonation, if the ignition kills them, you do not get the knife back. But. If the initial hit doesn't kill them, the ignition doesn't kill them, but the knife's detonation kills them, you get your knife back. So <laughs> it's kind of inconsistent for that build because it's supposed to be like an infinite nuke build or whatever. It's very inconsistent as far as giving you the knife back. Yeah, so depending depending what actually what actually gets you the kill, you may or may not get it back. Correct. But you will. But what you will get is uh, your artifice armor. That lost its special mod slot. That's back now. Oh, nice. And um, Titan, Titans and Warlocks, you guys got buffs to your Heat Rises, Icarus Dash, and Celestial Fire for the Warlock. Your Burning Maul, your Roaring Flame, and your Consecration for the Titan. We told you all about those in details. Long story short, things do scorch down. They're more powerful in PvE. Go have fun with them, Hunters. You're exactly the same. You're already good. Enjoy your goodness. 
They have stealth nerf though, haven't they? The Titan's throwing hammer. So I saw an esoteric video. No, no, not the throwing hammer. The way the throwing hammer interacts with the gauntlet. No, no. The bonk gauntlet. What bonk gauntlet? Whichever gauntlets increase your melee damage. Yes. No, no, this is... No, no, esoteric did a video uh, that before the patch that went live this week that the Titan's throwing hammer you know where you get the stacks of roaring flame was doing more damage just across the border like bosses and enemies and it's been stealth nerfed it still does quite a bit of damage you can use the boot cannon to debuff targets and still do quite a bit of damage but it has had a little slight stealth nerf that they don't seem to mention here that's what I've seen people talking about but yeah I haven't Hadn't looked to do it, hadn't seen the video. Okay. But I'll, catch. I'll stick the video in the show notes. The one that I saw was because of Aston Cross's build, where he basically made the hammer, uh, with the hammer build and the gauntlets, you could one phase Galran in the master dungeon, right? Because it was just so, so strong. And from what I had read, they nerfed the interaction between the gauntlets and the hammer so that you weren't doing as much damage. But now you're saying something different, so I'm unsure which thing is true now. Well, I mean, I mean, it could be both. If they nerfed, you know, the hammer's damage, then it would all nerf the interactions between the two. You're not, right. you know, I guess not putting out as much damage. But they did fix an issue with your Ember of Benevolence, where they cause a fragment to activate and refresh inconsistently. So it should now always activate from your allies healing you in a healing rift or well of radiance. I'm sorry, allies entering your healing rift or well of radiance. If you're healing your allies with a healing grenade, heat rises grenade consume, edge of intent warlock glaive turret, or phoenix dive landing detonation, or if you've hit allies with the noble rounds or the boots of the assembler orbs. So seems like lots of warlocky things. So yeah, warlocks, if you're trying to run the Ember of Benevolence, you should be a lot more benevolent, and it should actually work consistently. They also fixed an issue where the Vortex Void Wall and Solar Grenades cause them to deal less damage than intended against PvE targets. And finally, some general fixes. They fixed an issue where certain rare armor was able to be dismantled for legendary rewards. Yeah, they did. So that's the farm we mentioned earlier, is you could, Night Demon style, pull out a trillion pieces of rare armor, dismantle them, get shard counts back up. That's been fetched as, as of Tuesday. They also fixed the issue where your Season 17 pass plus 10 rank bundles were not properly showing in the Eververse. Gasp. And finally, <laughs> if you're if you're playing in Russian, your translation for the sleight of hand perk, it was not proper. It, it was saying something wrong. Now it properly states the perk's functionality. I don't know what it was telling you before, but uh, now it'll tell you the right foot, thing in I Russian. Believe. Sleight of... Oh, is that what, that's what it was saying? No, I don't know. I was like, no, no, sleight of hand. <laughs> Anyway, and that's it. That, that was our 4102 patch for this week. There's probably one next week. They, they seem to like to tell us patches as, after they happen. So, you know, things will be down. The game was having background maintenance. Yeah, it's been having background maintenance for the last you know, couple for, of days, Like isn't for 24 it? hours yeah. the entire day this week. Yeah. There's lots of things in the back end, but you can still play. And it seems like you only get kicked to orbit when they start the maintenance. But while they're working on things in the background, you're good to go. So, yeah. That's what they fixed, and uh, who wants to make Saint Fourteen proud in the twelve for the 9th of June? Well, I think Respawn does. Respawn would like to take us up in the air 
Follow me to a place where incredible feats are routine every hour or so. Okay. Apparently, in the TWAB earlier this year, we dove deep into a plethora of changes to Destiny 2 regarding how combat looks and feels in-game. That was a beefy TWAB, real beef. So it's understandable that there may still be some lingering questions over particulars, including airborne accuracy. The weapon team is back to offer up some additional insight. Let's dive right in. TLDR, uh, yeah, your your accuracy gets removed if it's at 60 or above. Or your accuracy penalty gets removed. No, no, we don't want the TLDR. Removed. We want the full DR. If you're at 60 or above. Give us the anyway. DL. Uh, Destiny, weapons team, quick remember, quick reminder of our stated goal for the airborne changes. Destiny has extremely fluid and expressive airborne movement. I'm not getting the fluid part or the expressive part. Do you guys feel fluid and expressive when you jump? Uh, I do. I I enjoy tiptoeing through the tulips as a warlock and snapping and setting everything on fire. It feels very fluid and expressive. Oh, okay. Especially with my flowy robes. Now, right here, the couple of things that I want to point out before we even get into this is he's saying that you're going to have to build into this. What he's not saying is Titans and Hunters are going to have to build into this. Almost everything the Warlocks have this season, from exotics to their to their um, to their artifacts and everything, passively give them all this airborne accuracy crap, right? So warlocks don't really have to build into much at all. It's the other two classes that are going to have to build into it Look, we've to been even over keep this. pace with the warlock. The warlocks are the floofy ones that are allowed air dodges and be up in the air and things like that. Titans, who in lore were allowed to do that in Destiny 1, now we're in a different game, different universe apparently, can't go in the air and air dodge. Oh, don't come at me with lore. If you come at me with lore, I'm going to bring up the whole... Uh, weapon damage never or weapon Don't fall come off at me never with occurs law, if you guns, come at me with law I will trump you with a not off hello okay okay and there he is <laughs> okay <laughs> bring out the heavy hitters yeah whatever not off knows I'm right he doesn't there they do yeah he do. they do yeah they do <laughs> all of the not offs that we have mm-hmm. hard light Hard line. And what, I quote, damage like fall off thing. never occurs, man. It doesn't occur. You just keep shooting. The damage doesn't fall off. It just keeps coming mm-hmm. until you have to reload. If you're that they kind actually of thing. had to change the lore on the gun because of that stupid nerf. Whatever. Go ahead, they not off. They have to change the lore on, it, lore on the gun. Yep. Stupid. I'm going to go get food while he does the lore stuff. I'll be back. I'm angry. Well, Shut I, up. Hang on. You're just going to drop whatever you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's no longer uh, yeah, because not Arf is very uh, what can we call him? Busy, floofy, floofy, undependable. So if he's here, <laughs> we don't know how long we've got him. So do the lore now. <laughs> then we'll get back to the top. Who said he's here for lore? He might just be here for a chat. Oh my god! Why are you here? <laughs> I'm I'm here to hang out and do lore. There you go. State your business. See? There you go. <laughs> Lord. Papers, papers, please, sir. <laughs> so I found myself with a bit of time, so I can come and join you for a change. See, and I'm currently rushing to find lore at the minute to read on here. Oh. Uh, lore, lore, 
Your name is Lore now, by the way, Arf. Arf two four. I'll be back. Yeah, right. I've just dropped a link into the Lore stuff tab. He's dropped links. He's here. You know what it's time for? Some half ass Lore. I'm sat here waiting for the actual jingle to play there. <laughs> yeah, you just have to listen to the jingle in your head. Right. This is a book from Witch Queen called The Lucent Tales. Now, each entry is named from a ghost that you will meet going through the Witch Queen. So if we've already done the Witch Queen, we'd, we'd have met them? Yes. Okay, so these are the ones that you meet or you kind of come across while doing each story mission, is it right? That's right, yeah. Now, the first one is called Pikmin. You needn't reset my hesitation. Mine is a prejudice shared by many. Evolution's paintbrush cut within the hive, a terrible anatomy rendered to elicit fear. They are loathsome things to look upon. After all, I speak not as some of the superstitions, but provincial afraid of the dark, but as a ghost well-versed in the language of suffering. Look at this one. They call him a knight. This sin putrefying upon a slab. It is only brute strength that qualifies a knighthood now. I have little compassion for the universe's mockery upon the chivalric ideals. In contrast, I call myself a creature of moral strength and sound reasoning. And as such, believe these traits allow me to judge so unforgivingly. But alas, I am also afflicted with the most curious and inquisitive nature. It is why, when my debased fellows departed to find unity within the hive, I find myself compelled to witness their descent. Not to share in it, of course. I doubt we share anything more than a species in the dark urge we all undoubtedly feel. Yet, as I watched them, I could not deceive myself into denying the elegance of pouring the light in all its multiplex glory into these avatars a terrible intricity. It is a sinister geometry, but not without beauty. Gazing on them with an eye unvarnished by niceties, one can see that a fiendish purity of purpose drives them. They spill confidence like a winter drunk on his own reserves. Such a shame that this purity and confidence was levelled at the unforgivable Quintain striking at our great traveller and unravelling its works. I shudder at the ease of which my comrades ignore such basic logic. This is the hive disciples of that unholy church we laid our creator low they struck for its heart and shattered a roaring conflagration into ten thousand motes flickering into the wind in their fervor they played midwife of a sort to guardians to ghosts to me cause and effect legacy is what my fellow ghosts see why it feels right then with their foundation of logic what is my hesitance except some provincial superstition? Okay. So do we know who Pikman... Is it the name of the ghost Pikman? I believe it is. I'm just researching that now. Yeah, where would... And, and who who is Pikman? Like, where would we have come across Pikman if we came across Pikman? I'm guessing Pikman's the first mission. And is he friends with Finch? Maybe Finch killed him. Maybe, maybe he he saw what Finch was actually up to. Maybe we could have crushed him. Yeah, I don't think Finch is friends with anybody. Because remember what he said. That's my friend. Don't doing... say that. Okay, anybody, any hive. Let me say that. Um, because remember what he said that 
they don't like what he's doing. So, you know, helping us. Yeah, uh, the only mention I can find of Pikmin in throughout Ishtar Collective is through uh, that uh, entry. Basically, he's a ghost that's well, all the ghosts that went over to the Lucent Brood, okay, had a were unpaired ghosts, and they they couldn't find their their guardian. Guardian, yeah. So they had a fascination with the books of sorrow. Now, okay, there's so, been sorry, there's been many times when um, ghosts have been unsure if they were actually raising the right things. Now, there was I remember one. One uh, a ghost story about one one ghost is actually he he sensed his guardian, but all he could see there was a vandal, and he said, "Well, this has got to be right." So he rest <laughs> he went he rest it anyway. Turns out his guardian was actually underneath <laughs> the vandal, underneath the vandal, and it turned out all good. But that ghost potentially would have actually. Um, revived that vandal because he thought it was the right thing to do okay now i find unpaired ghosts very naive in some respects as we as we saw with what what glint when he was known as pulled pork okay explain he was well, scanning literally everything he, he, he was sc- scanning plastic <laughs> and all sorts yeah <laughs> and here i was thinking the ghosts were like you know knew what they were doing they, they weren't just faking it until they make made it <laughs> And even then, maybe still faking. Well, it. no, he 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 was being thorough and naive, but he was <laughs> being thorough to find the right thing. He just literally scanned everything. Now I find Argos was probably that way because if you remember the cutscene in Destiny One where we were rezzed, he was scanning cars. Yeah, yeah, but they had all, they did have all skeletons in the cars. Yeah, did they? Maybe I don't remember. Well, maybe skeletons there was a little bit of dust. You game. know that you can be rezzed from just a little bit of dust. Okay. Yes, but did you see the dust? Yes. Oh, I... did the ghost see the dust? That's all that really matters. Yeah, yeah, that's if all that matters. The dust, if the good. ghost sees the dust, yeah. So these ghosts that are kind of not sure and and wandering around, the ones that are on the throne world, have they always been there? How did they get there? Or that's what I was going to ask. Is all of a sudden, like, whenever she died, and the traveler sent to ghost to resurrect her. At that moment, when she was resurrected, Savathun, I mean, yeah. did all the other ghosts instantaneously revive all their um, hive as well? Did they all suddenly go, oh, this is what we should be doing? No. Or, oh, it's okay now. Yeah. No, because you remember the, the Dark Blade? Mm-hmm. No. I remember killing him a bunch of times in the, in the strike. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. Stole his hand. The, the dark, the dark blade actually was killed by Savathun and then rezzed in front of the rest of the Lucent Brood. Okay, why? Why? Just to see, just to demonstrate the power that they have, and it's a good thing. Is it though? Well, <laughs> technically, technically, the the traveler chose the um krill, the krill, before they were corrupted by the darkness. Mm, okay. I suppose he still kind. Of, the traveler still kind of supports us, even though we wield the darkness as well. well he hasn't taken the light from us yet. You've got to remember as well <laughs> what the the other expansions we've got to follow. This we've got Lightfall and the Final Shape. Okay. 
So, lightfall, is, does that mean the light's going away? Does that mean the traveller's going away? What does that actually mean? Now, it could potentially just mean that they're looking for the balance because if one of does it in the law does it mean if if the darkness is defeated that's the end of the game or if the if the traveler's defeated is that the end of the light so if one of them goes that's the game that they came into this world to finish is over do they both then disappear are they are they looking for the perfect balance there, the yin and the yang. I mean, you can't, one can't exist without the other. Well, no, that's exactly, so the told. brighter the light... Why can't one exist without the other? Okay, if you have light, right, yeah. how would you know you what light was without shadow to compare it against? But why do you need exactly. shadow? If you had the, darkness, well, how would you know what darkness was if there was no light to compare it against? The brighter the light, the darker the shadows. Exactly. All things in balance, yin and yang, feng shui. So you're saying that we bring balance to the force? Yes. No, no, there's no force in destiny. We are, we are the prophesized one. <laughs> we are the prophesized one. Destiny is just our worst. Get over it. I, all of I us, all of us are the prophesized one. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a lot of similarities, isn't there? There is. There is. I suppose that goes kind of, goes back to kind of. Uh, Buddhism and all the other things that were used to describe how the forces and the way the story worked out with Star Wars, it's very similar to like Destiny with the yin and the yang. There has to be darkness, there has to be light, there has to be a balance, there has to be this. I mean, that was the whole beginning with the gardener and the... uh... The winnower? What was the other thing? The gardener and the winnower, the light and the dark. If you guys have finished your PhD, you know all this. Yeah. Ancient stories going back millennia. But another question I had was... You can't ask questions because we don't know the answers. Well, <laughs> exactly. But this is a question we can actually go go back and look, and I can actually ask lawmasters far superior than I am. No, there, Yes, there is. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> not in our world. You are the Messiah. Yeah. You're the only one we can afford. No, I'm not the Messiah. I'm a very naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> You see, the whole of the sword logic is going towards the final shape. Okay. Yeah. Now, from what I can tell, the the witness, if he's not the darkness, he's an agent of the darkness. Just like if the traveler's not the light, it's the it's an agent of the light. He's mega now, mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me- mega mind has got all these manders of the pyramid ship. What they call them? What was Rourke? He was the disciple of. The uh, disciple of the witness. Now, yeah. the witness, if he's heading towards the final shape, why has he got all these different species commanding the pyramid ships if he's looking for the final shape? does the final Has the final shape been misunderstood? I didn't know he had different species running the ships. I've, I've only seen his species. Because there was... there's what Yeah, but Rook's... If you read the law, which I actually have actually read um, this law, The Tale of Two Sons... Okay. He's the last remaining of his species. Mm-hmm. Now, that got me to thinking, now, if there is a different species commanding each one of the pyramid ships, for, is this a case of then that what they do, what they do within the sword logic is 
polishing the species into such a way that they find the embodiment of that species in one individual and then that is the final shape of that species and gets given a pyramid ship and unlimited power so is that what Ziva Arath is trying to actually gain so that's Savathun's sister isn't it that's potentially what I think he was doing with the Krill yeah was going to actually cause the war and actually push them and push them and push them until there was one outstanding character. Now, within the crew, you got three outstanding characters, and I believe they were training Savathun up originally to be the disciple for the Krill. Right, a bit she, like, was, she was there with them when he made that decision. I remember that. Yeah. And this could now, because Oryx is dead, this could actually just fall back to Zivu now. But if you look at Callus, after he met the darkness in the Chronicron, he was doing a similar thing. Remember his shadows? Yeah, we we were, weren't we? One of his yeah, well, he takes we the were a shadow as well. Was was shadow. he was he doing the same same thing after he met the darkness? Well, he wasn't he wasn't obliterating the rest of their species to do that. Yeah, but he didn't have the power to do that. I, I didn't and, even see him trying. He was just trying to and, find the and, strongest. And technically, species. we helped him do it as well with the um, the electric people that we kept dunking. Yeah. Oops. In the Leviathan. <laughs> the electric people we kept dunking in the Leviathan. Remember those those you don't remember that? those orbs the arc charges, the arc charges we dumped dunked in the Leviathan. Those those were living things, Steve. I didn't realize those were living things. You just said put yeah, the orb in the basket, so that's what I did. Yeah, the 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 arc orbs were actually alive. They were a species, and one of them was a shadow. You learn something new every day. Which actually tried to kill Gaul. We knew that a long time ago. Like that was one of the first things he taught us to. I just didn't remember. I remember. Yeah, I grabbed the orb, stick no it in the basket. Different things. Mm -hmm. You learn something new every day again. Become, yeah. become war criminal. Mm -hmm. Now, chapter 2, 303. 303 floated in the shadows as her modest flock of ghosts scanned the ruins. For centuries they had combed through the long dried splatter of a fallen world, each hoping to find their prize. She always watched, knowing she would never find what she needed, just as surely as they knew they would. A joyous chime pierced the air and the little ghost's mood sank. It wasn't a sound she heard often, but she recognised the melody that heralded the shrinking of her group. Elle gestured across the tumble-down intersection, where Trill chirped hollow advice to a fawn-wobbled guardian as others watched on. 303 turned away and grumbled. She supposed she could just ignore them, if they let her. Three! Harris bobbed, practically bouncing on her. Three! Trill's found her guardian. Come and congratulate her. Anger flared, white hot. Congratulate. Are you? You know what? Fine. 303 swiveled back towards the impromptu celebration and raised her voice. Hey, Trill. Congratulations on abandoning us all. Three? What? I'm so happy for her. I'm not resentful about our fantastical devotion to dead humans, the species who couldn't even stop the darkness the first time around. Three, this isn't the time. When is the time, Paris? When are we going to start asking questions? What did we just arbitrarily decide to dedicate ourselves to these squishy creatures forever? They aren't fit to hold the light. Three, can't you at least be happy for us? Jewel's voice was soft. 
Three didn't respond. This is the way we form a bigger family and serve a larger purpose. That's what it's all about. But maybe after all this time, you still can't share that with us. Carl paused. She'd often come so close to saying this, but always backed down before. Then maybe you shouldn't search with us. Three floated, letting the ultimatum settle. There was nothing more to be said after that. One by one, the rest drifted away, resuming their work. Elle hesitated for a moment. Goodbye, Three, she whispered. I do hope you find your family. 303 turned away, looked up towards the night sky. The twinkling stars shone back like a million judging eyes, but she knew then, gazing at those quiet spaces between them, they were her family. Man, I thought the I thought I thought the ghosts that were all snarky and like, why are we up to were the were the exceptions, not the rule. I didn't realize the ghosts were all like, Why are we doing this? What is this crap all about? Well that that's the reason why a lot of them, because they haven't found their guardian this in this whole time they've been looking, which if you go back to the time of the Risen, the first guardians, there could be a hell of a long time. You're talking hundreds and hundreds of years. And if you're looking for something for that long with a bunch of friends and some of them find what they're looking for and others don't, you could potentially get disillusioned with the whole thing. I'm, I've come to give you this big gift, but I can't find the right one to give it to. But look at the other ones that have given this. Get, we've, they've already given this gift to. They're just abusing it. Uh, you mean like uh, people, that, people that get exotics in the raid and just vault it and never use it? But you can never get the exotic from the raid, or uh, doing lost sectors repeatedly only to see somebody else get the drops and not you. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> Over hundred. Well, I, I, I was thinking more like the idiots to just throw themselves off the tower again and again and again. I mean, if you want to go that route, because the uh, the Elixney already think that we abuse the light powers or abuse the powers that the traveler gave us. It sounds like the ghost. We absolutely as well. do. I mean, look at the crucible. We absolutely abuse it. We kill each other repeatedly for fun. No, no, it's a learning exercise. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't learned Training. not to run around that corner at the same head height as I always do, but one uh -huh. day I might just get it. You might slide through with a shotgun and get whoever snapped yeah, you have, out with this. We have yeah, entire celebrations called the Guardian Games around that lesson. Right? No, I, I skipped the whole Guardian games. Same. But so you learned your lesson. <laughs> but here's, here's, fun. here's another question I've got for you. and see what you think to this. Yes. No. The, the speakers have always told of the Guardians. He would come, he would uplift us, he would give us gifts, and then he would leave. Well, it. Sure, I shouldn't actually give it a... I've just assigned it's a gender and I don't know if I should or not. We don't care, it... move on. <laughs> <laughs> People might, so I'm just covering our back there. Yeah, so it, it would come, it would uh, uplift us, and then it would leave. Now, what if we were supposed to go with it? And there's only one species so far that have followed it. But that was the fallen and the hive that followed it. 
no, but he never uplifted the hive. The hive have always chased it, but they've been always been off doing their own other own things. But when they find it again, they will they will come and try and take it again. So you're talking about the fallen? Yeah, but the fallen didn't go with it. They it, it left and then they, they chased it. it. Yeah, they kind of chased it. What if they didn't say what yes? The traveler we're go is with trying it. to do. He's trying to make his own version of the pyramid ships. So he uplifts a species. They become technologically advanced, build ships, and then travel with the traveler, keeping their light. And then he does the same in the next system. So by potentially by the time he leaves our system, he'll have us. He'll have the elixir. He'll have the cabal. All in a fleet around around it, and possibly the hive. That's a clear violation of the Prime Directive. Right. What the rules on first contact? Yeah, <laughs> you, you, let, you let them evolve at their own pace. You don't interfere with it. So is is that the purpose of the traveler? Is to assemble an army to fight the witness? Because I'm not. Sure, I'm still not quite sure if the traveler is the light, or if the witness is the darkness. I'm still not 100% convinced. Yes, they may be agents of said entities, and their purpose is to assemble armies to fight. What would it matter if they were agents versus, you know, them being the light and dark themselves, right? Because that, that means that, that if, they're, if they are an agent, we've still got a big bad above them. Okay, that's who Yeah, then we need to speak to their manager. Or maybe they're a manager's manager. We, we don't, you know, if you're just an agent, you could be the agent or you could be an agent or one of many agents. So basically, we just have to turn into a Karen and go, I want to speak to your manager. I was thinking it, but I didn't say it. So I really appreciate, you know, Ishtar introducing us to these new ghosts and people. And I say, oh, let me go and, you know, search 303's name and see where else they, they appear in the lore. It doesn't, it's yeah, same no, with nowhere. Pikmin. It doesn't come nowhere up now. <laughs> I'm a brand new character. Go, oh, am I supposed to know? I, I feel the same way I know about any any new character, like like Game of Thrones, being like, we're going to introduce you to these nine new characters. Yeah, but do I need to care? Like, are you going to be here in an episode, or are we like going to introduce you to these ghosts and then never again? Inquiring minds want to know: Do I need to care about three hundred three and Peekman? Or are we never going to see? Him I mean, look at look at Glenn. We heard about pulled pork years ago, you know, and now yeah. he's Crow's ghost. Type, private medical lock. Parties. One, ghost type designate Krill. Associations. Light, Lucent Hive. Text decrypted. Transcript follows. Ubatu Anna blames me. Naturally, he insisted on naming me Krill in our first exchange because he claims I am as smart and useless as the weak pests that the hive evolved from. Cruelty and superstitions are his nature, but it makes for a poor physician. Still, poison is a logical, if ignorant, hypothesis for the condition. Patients report various symptoms, mood swings, headache, insomnia. Primary symptoms remain the growths. I hesitate to call them tumours. No sign of metastasization. One must be precise in terminology, after all. After some clumsy exploratory surgery on my inner workings, Ubatu Anna seems content. I am not some Trojan horse. Wouldn't that be ironic? Ghosts sent to reclaim the hive from death only to wipe them out by dispersing pathogenic specks rather than light. As I said, 
ignorance. Biopsied a dozen growths, no clear results. The masses within a primitive protoplasmic, little more than interstitial fluid and proteolytic amino acid. Primordial soup, as the humans say. No sign of infection, but curiously, the lining of these cysts, for lack of a better term, seems to be saturated with immune cells. Further biopsies will be needed. Wondrous developments. Biopsy 37 yielded aggressive results. I pierced the cyst to discover not fluid, but a life. A winged arthropod attacked me, defending its house. I estimate lots of its body remained upon destruction, but it seems to be more energy construct than flesh. I plan to take the next specimen alive for vivisection. Confirmed. The winged arthropods, despite their energy structure, also contain hive cells. I theorize hive physiologically, unaccustomed to light exposure, is attempting to isolate it like an infection. Light structures as it is, organize the discharged sebum within and forges it into imaginal cells, kickstarting a sort of hollow metabolism. Incredible. The hive's own bodies transform light into a parasite. What a wondrous adaptation. They are commending Ubat Anna for his discovery. Thus now I perceive the true poetry in my name. Everything about him of value comes from me. So with this law entry, is that basically saying because they're hive and the way that the ghosts are giving them light is that the hive are, are kind of finding the light as a parasite and turning them oh, into... Yeah, and they're, they're, they're evolving to actually isolate it and almost express it from the bodies. Now, did you actually get what it's coming out as? Yeah, it was a long word, a winged arthropod. Yes. What moth. else is a winged... Ob yes, those damned exploding moths. Yeah. Uh, so they're light moths. So how come they do damage to us? Because, because they, they explode. Because they're defending their host. Yes, but we're light. We we shouldn't take that damage. Why? We can we can we can throw one of our grenades and take damage from that. I'm not allowing that. <laughs> I'm not happy with that. Bro, do you even solar three point <laughs> They're gonna get you whether you allowed or not. <laughs> <laughs> I would point you to um exhibit A. Nova yeah, but that's not even solar. That's just white moth explode. Yeah. There's no element attached to that. Uh, arc. Yeah. It, it's arc element. What are you talking about? No. Not yes, that. it is arc. It hits harder when arc burn is active. It is arc. Arthropod okay. element. So does this mean Mothman. that the hive don't like having the light, or do they like having the light? Because it just seems that they, they're not bonding with the light. Well, they've been bonded to the darkness for that long. Hmm. Maybe it's it's a slow process to actually saturate their bodies with the light where it took less time with us. So how do you think that works with us? That we've got the light and then we've embraced the darkness. We don't get things lobbing out of our bodies and attacking people with Yeah, but have we embraced moths? the darkness? We have but nine we, different we... ways to use the light. Well we had nine, now we have three. We have three different ways to use the light. We have one way to use the darkness. Have we really embraced it? Sort of. Right, the ten entries to this. Do you want to leave it here or? Yeah, we 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 can do the other. We can do like three, three, and four. <laughs> yeah, question mark. No, so I'll <laughs> drop that link in where to start next time. 
So in six months, tune in for the thrilling conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, gonna... he's now committed himself to being here every week for the next three or four weeks. Okay. So Technically, he, so I have as well. When he says now, yeah, when when he come, we get a message next week, like an hour before the show. Um, I can't make it. You know, just know that we try to hold him to it. Yeah, I've got I've got a question for you, Arth, because. Seems we've only got like half a year left on this one and then two years left on the next two expansions. That's only potentially 12 like subsections of stories and there are a lot of threads out there. And I, I know that the, the big expansions will bring the big major story beats, but yeah. we don't seem to be tying anything up. We just seem to be going... Here's a thread, and we're going to run with it this way. And but there's a lot of the old stories this way. They are beginning to tie up, unless a lot of these stories are, are cyclical. So they will come round, and they'll somehow tie them into one big event, somehow long-windedly. Hmm. But like you're explaining with the ghosts, and we were talking about rock and other pyramid ships and other species and things it just seems that it's expanding it's it's forever going outwards you know there are other possibilities that there may be more pyramid ships with different species on like many more disciples like more than like we know there's many more pyramid ships we've seen them we saw them in year one of yeah, uh, destiny like, 2 yeah, yeah but what but i'm like saying the is that we, that's in the moon those those what's piloting that one either those those pyramid ships at the minute are either in our system or around our system, they're, they're here. And are you saying they're being piloted by other entities then? Other disciples? Yeah. Oh, we got a lot of work. Well, maybe, of maybe not piloted, but controlled. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, not everyone's going to be a raid, but you know what I mean? It's just, it's forever expanding. It doesn't seem to be contracting. We don't seem to be getting back to something. And if we're going to go down the route of lightfall, I don't see that happening. We're just getting subclass reworks. They won't spend time and effort as a company reworking subclasses to make them better to then suddenly just go lightful. We're taking them away. Makes no sense. It doesn't make sense, but they've already said there is going to be something after the, this story finishes, whether that be like I was saying about finding balance within the, um, Light, not force. Yeah. Light. <laughs> My fault. Confusing you two. Totally this. different and definitely not similar in any way. Definitely yeah. not copyrighted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But no, that's the thing. I mean, that's what you know. What Arf was alluding to is like there is like this is this is basically the end. You know, the story they started telling us in 2014. This is sort of wrapping the big story beats up. Now, this is also in my brain where I go. This is where the comics come in. This is where the TV show. This is where the movie. You know, this is you know. This is where they come in. Where the web law comes in. Yeah, I mean to have to have the bigger story beats, if not wrapped up, at least expanded upon. I mean, I mean that's a perfect place to tell these narratives. To tell the narrative of of these other, you know, take take sixteen weeks and sixteen episodes of you know Destiny universe and. We're all over it's, in the galaxy, you know, fighting different pyramid ships each week and expanding. It's the world almost out that like way. what um, the Marvel series did for to connect a lot of the dots between the movies. Um, what was it called with Coulson? One shots. 
nope. Agents of Shield. It, Agents of Agents Shield. Of Shield. Yeah. I'm here for the Destiny Cinematic Universe. Like I'm, yes. I'm, 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 I'm both very curious and very excited to see where they go. Because again, there's so much story to tell. It's just what stories are they going to tell us, and how, you know, in in what format? Because because they've they've said you know TV or movie, but they've also said things like comics or you know graphic novels or books or you know there's so many venues and avenues they could tell these stories. I'm curious to see how they're going to tell them and what you know what format do we get to enjoy them in? Because I'm very curious to see where this goes. Because yeah, to 19th point, there's so much story to tell. Tell us. I mean, we've <laughs> left. <laughs> We've left poor old, Osi- poor, poor old Osiris in a coma for like the last six months now. It's like, what's happening? We with left that? Ikora building a Stargate, and then we know and didn't talk to her for like three no, years. That's because you know? it Things fell happen. off the side but, of the but, tower, and nobody wants to speak about her big mistake. <laughs> but Osiris, if he had actually listened to his ghost and gone up back, gone and got back up before going into the Scarlet Keep, they wouldn't have had to kill off one of my favorite characters. Yeah. But that actress was getting too expensive to pay anyway. Yeah, but she did a blinding job. Good. Who are we talking about for those of us who are dumb and can't remember? Sagira. Mm-hmm. That's the problem, isn't it? They they got all these wonderful actors when they did Destiny 1 and then continued in Destiny 2. You've got all these wonderful voice actors and actors that are in, like, very busy actors in the real world to come in and do lines not thinking it through like you're tying them down the same as you're tying your player base down to investment into 7 10 12 15 how many years go on now there are people like Zavala um that don't mind just keep recording their voices but well, then- he lo- old Lance Riddick he he yeah. loves the game he well he actually plays a warlock but that's not that's neither here nor there but he he's been out there saying, "I love this game. I will keep doing it." Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. he does it more for the love of the game rather can than he the money. Speak out, he's the voice actor, and ask Bungie to not make Zavala such a. Is that? A I mean, I know Zavala is a pacifist, right? Uh, have you but, seen how powerful <laughs> Zavala is within the law? No. The, Which is why I'd like to see instead of him complaining and being a pacifist all the time. He, in, he whines in the dark else. future law book. He leveled the Scarlet Keep with a thunder crash. Cool. I could do that if I. Where was right he doing all this other from crap? Orbit. Yeah, I could do that. Right. Where was he doing this? You know, where's he at now? He's in the tower whining, and well, now he's having an existential crisis with dead family members. But you know, we're not going into that either. You know, it's just like all he ever does is whine and complain and tell us anyway. No. Getting back you know, to the you, point of the voice you, you think of that. You, hang on, hang on. You think, you think of that, but you imagine how much all the Guardians have gone through, and he's an Elder Guardian as well. Sure. Surely he's got a bit of PTSD, PTSD kicking in there. Yeah. The I mean, I saw a bubble, bubble that couldn't up. even stop a couple of missiles. So, I mean, that's the extent of his power that I've seen. Getting back to the, the voice actors. I mean, they, they've got somebody like Nolan North because they know that they need forever dialogue for the ghost. So they need somebody that is a voice actor that is always going to be there to be able to record their lines. But I don't think they thought it through when they put Nathan Fillion as K. They, oh, this is amazing. He will come in and do this. And then when his... They didn't need to. He made an amazing but cave. when his he conflict... He did. When his um, uh, schedule... Contract. You know, no, when his schedule kind of conflicted with recording, they had to get Nolan North to record K lines and then... 
you know, I don't know whether it was part of the, the actual story or it's because they knew that they couldn't carry on Nolan North's Cade and keep up the facade. The same with Ikora. We've had to change the voice actress on that because the, obviously there's the scheduling conflicts with the original actress or maybe they have to pay her too much that they, they we, can't do anymore. We don't know whether it was scheduling conflicts or it was actually because the actress was demanding more of a fee now yeah. because of who she is. But that's what I'm saying. You don't know whether it's those those things that have influenced it. They should have got actors or actresses and that, contracted them to seven years of destiny or even longer than that but you know like nolan mm. north that they know that they're going to need him for the, the entirety of destiny yeah or, but if, 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 if they had done that we wouldn't have the good memories we have of dinklebot of but Kane, that was the mistake you know? that they made with dinklebot is that they thought oh we've got this world-renowned actor we've we've got him to record these lines and there was only so far that they could go with those lines. And then they went, uh, we're going to now have to re-record all of your lines with this other but actor. They were great, though. They were great. I mean, I mean, him being there alone probably hooked a bunch of people. Because I know, I know, I know, um, I know Cade is what hooked me, you know, because I loved him as an actor. I love him in Serenity. I love him in all kinds of stuff. So that, that was my initial hook, you know. So, I mean, and then having Dinklebot there. I mean, had they gotten any other voice actors, would they have the fan base that they have? Who knows? But they definitely contributed. But, but Demon is right in what he's saying. The the me, the memories of what is 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 what made this game it, it what it is. Oh, I remember when it was back in the days of Dinklebot. Blah, we did all this and it, it was great. Yeah. Do you, do you understand what I mean? It's I don't initially think they expected the game to take off and last and last and last as yeah. long as it did. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They they, they are planning. You know, long term. Yeah, we want to be able to. Franchise with this and that and the other, this is still you're launching a brand new IP. I mean, yes, you've got the cloud of we made Halo, but you're launching a brand new thing. It could have come out and fell flat on its face, and it, it could have been uh, I don't know Anthem. Yeah, well, well, I'll just say you know less of what the half dozen Anthem Destiny didn't have Killers. That was the that was the worst part. <laughs> well, so yeah, I, I mean, I mean, you know, you know, the half dozen you know Destiny Killers that have come out since right. Destiny launched in 2014. You know, it could have been any of those games. They could have said. We paid all this money. We got these people tied up and no. And and the other piece of that is, you know, sometimes like, you know, talking about like, you know, the people doing Marvel stuff to, to be like, like you're committing your life to that thing, to that studio in some cases. Now, now obviously like, you know, being a Marvel superhero and being a destiny voice actor are different, different things, different scales, mm. but some actors may not, you know, may, may say, yeah, I don't want to sign a you know, 10 year, seven year contract to do this thing with you for, you know, any number of reasons, you know, to say nothing of the fact that, you know, I become super popular and can demand more money. I want to, you know, renegotiate if I become super famous or I get busy. I don't want to be, I have to turn other work down because of this thing. So, I mean, you know, it didn't, yeah, in a perfect world, it'd be nice to have all these people, you know, lined up for, it. but you know, it is what it is. It's life. Everyone's got to make a buck. So, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's nice that destiny has success that it does and continues to. Mm. And yeah. And, and something I, I forget about too until i see a note about it in the in the twab or the issues or something it's like you're doing these voice actors in multiple different languages so you've you've got not just you know one you know we know our nathan fillion we've also you know there's what a dozen nathan fillions out there how many languages is this game in you've got all these different voice actors and actresses doing the voices in different languages that you're all trying to keep up with and all trying to keep track of you know i remember them saying like you know oh we couldn't get the 
you know, the Mexican voice actress or the, the Portuguese, you know, Zavala we had to change, you know, I can't remember specifically. I mean, any number of reasons. And again, it's like, it's, that's the part I forget about, you know, playing, you know, being a English speaker, playing this game in English, you've got all these different versions of this game. You're having to voice act and the whole, you know, set of cast and people you're paying <laughs> in all these different languages to do all this work for you. So it's not just, you know, having one, you know, one set of characters they need to worry about. And we think of, it's all the other ones too that we never see your experience because we're playing this game in a single right. language, whatever that language may be. Apparently, Shaxx in Japanese is incredibly powerful. I need to hear some of those voice lines. Uh, how, how could he be? How could he not? I mean, Shaxx. I know I've kind powerful. of thrown a curveball there and we completely went off task of lore and things. But I mean, if not you, then me. If not me, then parody. So I mean. Don't you blame parody. Parody does nothing like that. What was just I set, he just sets it up so uh, somebody else takes it off yeah. the track. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just give the train a little nudge one way or the other. So he just throws the switch wherever the train goes. He didn't build the track. Well, we are currently <laughs> sitting in the station waiting for Arf to either get off or carry on with this crazy train. Right. It's entirely up to you, Arf. Are you staying does. for the duration, or are you? I'll I'll I'll, st- I'll stick around for a little bit longer. Mm, he says this. So let, let's go back to our twab. We we were talking about up in the air. So yeah, uh, our airborne accuracy, get your numbers to 60 or uh, get good scrub or just don't but, jump and problem solve. I mean, solve. halfway down in the paragraph, they go, firstly, the season 17 patch notes included a line that incorrectly stated that all primary weapons have their airborne accuracy penalty removed. This should be qualified as at 60 airborne effectiveness all primary weapons have their airborne accuracy penalty removed. So they lied. Which I feel like they told, I mean, I feel like they told us that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was definitely in the pattern, but I feel like they definitely said like, it needs to be 60 or, you know, you're, you're going to well, incur a penalty. It, there was a lot of numbers and there was a lot of confusion. And I think the way they made it sound was that you had to build into airborne effectiveness to actually be this sky sniper, be the person that uses weapons jumping around in the air. Yeah. And something something funny that I heard um, this week, I, I think it was on the DCP podcast. You know the Warlock helmet that does blink? The uh, Astrocyte Verse? The one you referenced earlier. The Astrocyte Verse has a, a buff for airborne accuracy. How the hell do you use a blink helmet and have a buff to airborne accuracy. That is insane. Unless you're kind of blinking up in the air, straight up in the air to actually get the accuracy or not using blink at all. Well, Astrocross was saying that in air is a misnomer. Because you know how when you like drop down a step or when yes. you, you know, trip over a pebble, anything that brings you off the ground for any amount of time incurs that penalty. Yeah. So if you're but walking downstairs or buff, while trying to fire at somebody, buff. you're incurring that penalty every step, yeah. you know? So don't walk down steps. Stay flat. Mm. Don't jump. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the, the problem is with this game that you're jumping all over the place. Yeah. No, we don't believe in jumping. We we stand and deliver. We don't jump. That's the thing. That's where you've gone wrong. You spin up the chain gun and you deliver. You grab the auto rifle and you deliver. You, you don't need to jump. The other thing stops moving if you put enough bullets into it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Unless you're in Iron Banner with no Iron Banner weapons or ornaments on, and then you just get shot to hell. True. 
again, I mean, there has to be the other end of that equation too. You either do the delivering or you deliver too. So is there anything in this update to the Avon accuracy that we need to kind of get out to people to make them understand? Or is it just... Um, yeah, for this reason, we recommend that you try to hit one of the most important thresholds on any primary weapon. 30 airborne... Or AE, airborne something. 30 AE... Effectiveness. Thank you. Similar accuracy to preseason 17 Icarus script. Suitable for jump shots at mid-range. A hand cannon's accuracy cone at 30 AE is 0.48 degrees compared to 0.47 uh, degrees last season with Icarus. 60 AE fully removes the airborne accuracy penalty and allows for more accurate, longer range airborne shots. So basically, if you have 30, that's equivalent to putting on an Icarus grip from last season. If you have 60, you have no penalty at all, is what they have, is what they're saying. Keep in mind that special weapons are penalized more heavily while airborne than primary weapons and must get to 100 AE to eliminate airborne accuracy penalty. So, recap. Primary weapons, 30 or 60. Special weapons, 100 or 100. Shotgun spread angle is heavily penalized at zero. This penalty is reduced with higher AE and eliminated at 100. We're keeping an eye on feedback on airborne gameplay in general, everybody hates it, and are looking into cases where players miss shots they feel like they should have hit. In these cases, it helps a lot to know exactly what the player's build was for the occurrence. So if you're posting a clip or making a comment, please also include the weapon with perks and mod, exotic armor, and any subclass build, including aspects and fragments that you were running. This could be in text or by making sure screenshots or videos show the build elements. That right there, Astrocross had a video where he was testing this in-air accuracy stuff, and he put it in slow-mo so you could see frame by frame. his aiming reticule was over the guy's head and it hit just to the right of his head over his shoulder so even though astrocross's aim was on point the bullet still missed so yeah i mean it's just it's just wonky the whole thing is just it's dumb what i'm confused about is where it says about the primary uh weapon is at 60. so for example i'm looking at like a crate auto rifle here and it says my airborne whatever it is in destiny item manager is 15 so even with putting on the astrocyte verse for the warlocks it says that that will improve my airborne effective stats hang on a second uh, provides a moderate benefit to the airborne effectiveness stat of all weapons that hasn't changed in destiny item manager with me taking it on or off so how how am i as a player going to understand how that's working uh isn't this all coming in well, in season yeah, next 18? Next season, which is another thing that makes no sense. Next season. No, no, not even next season. Two seasons from now, you'll have that AE stat on your weapon so you can see in-game what's actually happening. Yeah, but what I'm now, saying now, at this point in time, nothing. you can look in Destiny Item Manager and you've got the stats there. So I can look at mm -hmm. the weapons now in each individually but what i'm saying is i had the auto rifle in my primary slot equipped i went down i changed the armor i refreshed destiny item manager but it hasn't improved the airborne effectiveness stat in destiny item manager now i i'm asking you not reading 12 asking you is that i don't understand how i'm meant to understand what they're doing with this this stat 
what do you, what are you saying is, you know, right now it's 15 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. How do I get it to 30? How do I get it to 60? How, what, what do well, I need I'm to gonna, do? I'm looking at, it doesn't I'm looking at a submission and it says 27, right? When I go down to its mod socket, mod, to its uh, mod socket, and I click it a script, it says it adds 15 to the effectiveness. And my new stat after I equip this will be 42. So that's one way you can do it. So you have to put on Icarus Grip. And is that it? Is that the only way to improve uh, your Icar- effectiveness at this point? Pretty much. You have to have weapons that have effectiveness already ingrained, and then you can add an Icarus Grip, right? And then there are armors in the game, exotics, that improve your airborne effectiveness. Um, there was a list a few weeks back that had every piece of exotic armor and how that affected your in-air accuracy. So basically, an Icarus grip and one of these exotic armors is the only way that I know of to adjust okay. the in-air accuracy. Yeah, so I've just gone into the crate. I've gone to the armor mod in Destiny Item Manager. I've selected it and I've equipped it or inserted the mod. So it's then bumps my airborne accuracy up to 30. So it gives me a plus 15 in airborne effectiveness. Okay. So with that, but it also then doesn't tell me what the added benefit is of wearing the Astrocyte Verse on top of that anywhere in this kind of setup. No. Whereas I th- would have thought it should do, it should say, you know, this is the added bonus that you get from wearing said exotic. I don't know any of the other exotics off the top of my head, which is why I'm only using the Astrocyte Verse at the moment. Now, what armor mode are you using? What do you mean, armor mod? I've I've just put on uh, the Astrocyte Verse. Am I meant to put on something else then? Oh, so you just put on that piece of armor. I thought you said you had an armor mod of some kind. No, it just says wearing this helmet provides a moderate benefit to the airborne effectiveness stat of all weapons. But it it hasn't automatically updated that in destiny item manager so i can't see and you did when the weapon was at 15 it didn't say oh you get a plus five in airborne accuracy so that when you've put the icarus grip on that weapon as well instead of getting plus 30 in total it's plus 35 it doesn't tell me anywhere in destiny item manager that's that's why i'm a bit confused is that they're saying that it's available in the api and the third party apps for you to kind of work out right but at the moment in Destiny Night Manager, I can't actually physically see it. And that's why I'm a I bit see. confused. No, the only time that I've seen it change is I went ahead and in-game, I put on the, the Icarus mod. And then I went back to Dim, and Dim shows that it's now sitting at 42 after I've put in a mod. But as far as the armor goes, the only thing I can say is put the armor on, refresh Dim so Dim knows you're wearing Yeah, I've armor. done that. Yeah, I did do that. I don't know, man. Maybe the armor is not doing what it's supposed to do. Either the armor is not working or the API is not telling you it's not working. I mean, the whole thing feels a little half-baked. Yes. Yeah. Could it be they they are just waiting for the next day, next weekly reset to actually say, say, yeah, okay, we'll do a patch on this and everything will come in? Maybe. Possibly. But they, I think they shouldn't have yeah. implemented this until they were ready to have the whole system in place. To say that, oh, we're implementing this penalty, but we're not going to have you see it for another But season. this is like the sandbox. They've got to see if it works first before they fully implement it, and they could actually potentially save themselves the work and actually put that work towards something else. Okay, I can't argue with that. 
but it's just they've played they've they, they'll have play tested it small scale mm-hmm. But now it appears to work on a small scale basis. Now we've seen this with Bungie before. Things that some things that work on a small scale basis don't necessarily work properly or at all when they roll it out to the the, pop, the full population. Yeah, see, I banner Rift. I didn't know what I was doing with Rift. That's okay. I ran around. I shot people. I got killed a lot. That's all we can ask of you, Arth. Yeah, I mean the whole airborne effectiveness. Honestly, I'm. I am just sort of by and large ignoring it because it's just not a thing that I'm going to care about in my gameplay. Yeah. And I'm a hunter. I don't don't need it. <laughs> See, now that's a silly thing. I also don't need it, but you and I are the exceptions, not the rule. Most hunters do spend a lot of their time in the air, which is why the stompies hit them so hard. I was saying, I think just the whole airborne effectiveness, it, it needs time to get fleshed out. But, you know, they say they're going to give us more information. Let's wait for the more information because otherwise... We could be making assumptions where we haven't got all the information. And and we're just going to go in circles because we don't know what they're planning. Like uh, Trials of Osiris returning. That is amazing. So so who's who's excited that Trials is back and you can get some sweet new armor to a monkey around in? Uh, I am if it's it's Capture the Zone. Is it Capture the Zone? Not until next week. week. Next week. I'm going to disappear before you go into this fully. Um, I'm being pestered to go and play Monopoly with my son. All right. Go play Monopoly. Enjoy. Make sure you're the banker so you can cheat. Um, Thank you very much, Arf. Nice to speak to you. No point cheating. Nice to speak to you too. I'll hopefully uh, jump online with you at some point this next week because I've uh, got less hours. Cool. Which is good. All right. I'll speak to you later. Cheers, guys. Bye. Later, buddy. Yeah, trials are coming back. Your your forgiveness sidearm and your burden of guilt fusion rifle will be available. Your sweet falcon's chase sparrow if you want a sparrow with uh, you know big giant wings on it. Did, and a shiny new goat shell. Like a cool sparrow? Because... Like I look at it one time, I'm like, "Wow, that looks really cool," and then the, and then I look at it again, I'm like, "Wow, that is super tacky." <laughs> so one thing I haven't gone to look at is I haven't actually gone to Saint Fourteen. Is can I be a monkey, a ram, or a bird for the warlock without going flawless? Like, is that just the trials armor yes. this season? Like, so if I go play, so you can just play okay, so, and get the okay, so I, so and then go- focus them. Excellent. So I can go play next week when I think zone capture is up. Yep. And the bonus trials, uh, or, or you know, but you know, bonus trials, bonus crucible rank is up. I can go earn a bunch of engrams, and I can go be a pretty ram or a monkey or a birdie, and everybody wins. All of those things. Cool. Yeah. And also sidearm and fusion rifle. So mm, that's a thing. I'm interested in the sidearm. Sidearm piercing mod, or is that so broken? Uh, the sidearm is still broken, as far as I can tell. It won't let me get it yesterday. Cool. Yeah. So whenever they fix that, then you can use a sidearm and kill champions and Maybe. be sidearmy. Or I s- assume it's good in PvP too. Guess we'll find out. But we flame to please. <laughs> we do. Why are you laughing? Really it's not do. even my joke. It's it's not my dad joke. No, I know. Just no. so many different connotations. Continue. So at the start of Season 17, we introduced players to Solar 3.0. Not us, we. Bungie, we. And all the possibilities that come with it. Uh, Again, not all of the possibilities. possibilities. No, not all of the possibilities, because I I vaguely, vaguely remember you locked a few mods away behind (laughs) something that you didn't tell us about. So not entirely true. Uh, uh, Public event you're going to tell us about that you should have told us about 
beforehand, yeah. or maybe as it was going on. But yeah, you know, it's over now. Everybody, you noticed that right after you put that in the twab, all of a sudden the counter was almost done. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, to add a little more team bonding into the mix, we had a few fragments that were kept secret. See, there you go. See, you admitted you kept them secret, so you didn't introduce all of the possibilities. So. Again, contradicting yourself in the next line. As they knew that we would, everybody pulled together to take on the new nightmare containment activity, despite a few technical hiccups, and got the job done. Like knowing that we should all go do that to unlock the rest of the fragments. Yeah, which fully unlocked these new puzzle pieces that make up the big, fiery picture. For those fellow statistic nerds out there, here's a quick breakdown of the events that we weren't all unaware of. That we were not. Yeah, all of that. And an answer mm. to the most important question we've ever asked. How many Guardians does it take to blow up a light bulb? <laughs> to blow up a light bulb? <laughs> Apparently that's questions that they are asking. So over, I would assume one. Yeah, over 1. 1.6 million players completed at least one Nightmare Containment during the event. So that's 1.6 million players individually completed at least one Containment during the event. Nice. The event that we didn't know about, that we did know about, that we didn't. Sort of no. All right, Guardian. We 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 we've assessed that. <laughs> yes. Move on. I know. I'm throwing it in their face until they actually acknowledge it. <laughs> Guardians averaged at 13.8 nightmares containments per character. One dedicated player even completed over 390 nightmare containments over the course of the event. What? And in the first 24 hours, one Guardian successfully completed 78 nightmare containments. So somebody was like. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this a lot. 190. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's either dedication, mental illness, or both. Or, you, can't, or he you can't put people in a box. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, they were just well, standing no, on the Leviathan, no. and they just happened to stand in the Tier 3 section at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Doing their dance. Yeah. And Bungie recognized that that's impressive. Yeah. Good work out there. Cheaping... <laughs> Teaming up and getting the job done. In addition to the solar fragments unlocking, we also have a special emblem to commemorate the collective effort. It's a deer. Yeah, I mean, what better represents some kind of hunt than a deer? Mm-hmm. A nightmare. Look, man, I love the. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I love the color. I love the bright orange. It's. It, I love the bright orange. It is officially respawn approved. No, it's not because the no, deer symbol is stupid. You know. But you don't love I don't the, deer. Like the deer. I don't like the idea of Not hunting. Not officially respawn approved. Yeah. I love the color. I hate the symbol. Look, if you want to go and collect it, head over to bungie.net forward slash redeem and enter this handy dandy code. You wait, I'm going to read it, aren't you? No, no, I was going to read it, but oh. if you want to read it. Because <laughs> you passed, I'm like... Well, I know that you like to do it because you're the I marine like out of the two it. of you us. I could have been a marine it. if I wanted to be a marine. Don't take that away from me. First of all, I know what your Marines go through, and you would not have made it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't say that. I can absolutely say that. Your no, Marines. You can't. First of all, I could have been a Royal Marine. I could have been a Royal Marine. No, you could have. I'm sorry. You, you, I love you, but no. what is what is what has led you to believe that this man is not a psychopath over the last like three years we've been doing this? Um, because yeah, his we, his level of dedication, I don't believe, can be questioned. <laughs> Dedication is one thing. Physical ability is something else. It goes hand in hand sometimes. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Sometimes just not giving up is winning. Like every week that I do this podcast. Exactly. He hasn't given up on us yet. Yeah. So if you want to hand <laughs> want the the handy dandy code, it is Tango six seven Juliet X Ray Yankee Papa Hotel six. Because we can't wait forever for the marine to actually find it. And they yeah, hope we're having fun playing all the new builds possible with the Solar 3.0 has to offer. Well, I know Plunder the Booty has, and I will get again reiterate go back and check out his channel. It's fantastic. Literally six, seven, eight, ten builds a day. That man is just <laughs> so non stop. <laughs> like, even Respawn's yeah, just, ranting just, about how good it is, so you know it must be good. Uh, just make his 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 YouTube feed your homepage and just refresh it a couple times and you'll be delighted. Smash that like time. button and ring that bell. Uh, as they say, smash it, like it, give them all the money. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. So, are you universally fashionable, respawn? I'm a hunter. Yes. Okay. Would you like to tell yeah, us about the question. Eververse items that you can get? Sure. In the Eververse, you'll see a few new legendary ornaments for class items. Uh, they're uh, undeniably cool looking, if you ask me. But if you look a little closer, you'll notice a special exotic tie-in. Not only do these ornaments look stylish, but they have an exotic synergy special effect. The latest fashion train pairs with the original iteration of a few important exotic pieces. Check out what's new below. The Cloak of Bacris goes with the Mask of Bacris. Adds a stasis effect on the cloak's collar. It's too bad the cloak is otherwise incredibly ugly. Mark of the Falling Star. Mark of the Falling Star pairs with the Titan chest piece Curious of the Falling Star. It adds an arc effect on the mark's trim. It's right up there. Bond of Battle Harmony. Bond of Battle Harmony pairs with the Warlock chest piece Mantle of Battle Harmony. Adds an arc effect on the bottom of the, bo- of the Bond awning. That looks incredibly awkward. On a warlock, you have a wing on one side of your arm, basically. <laughs> no more thoughts about our, our beautiful synergistic things. Like, you know, here's an arc thing for a thing you're never going to use because until you do arc 3.0. I mean, yeah, arc's coming. Not that arc I can stasis see. Stasis has yep. been a thing, so arc, arc's coming. That's I do it. notice how the hunters get stasis, titans get arc, and warlocks get arc. You would think that, like... You would get different elements. Okay, here we go. Favoritism for everybody else apart from the hunters. No, no. I'm wondering why not three different elements. That that's my question. Because they were like, these are the pieces we wanted to do, and they were like, all right, let's do those then. Sure, okay. Also, just to let you know that the Pride team are saying that you can still get the pin available if you want, and the LGBTQT banner that goes with the pin. So head over to the Bundy store to buy that. And um, thank you if you've already bought it. Okay, so uh, player support report. Our player support report is um, don't play on PlayStation 4. PlayStation 4 is the Telesto of the Destiny universe. It's where all the problems happen. Could have told you that. Just like if you're trying to get your silver to sync. Um, There's issues on the PS4 causing players to encounter missing licenses, delayed silver purchases, or incorrect silver balances. So if you're on the PS4 and uh, things aren't going great, mm, play somewhere else or just turn off the game and walk away from it. PC has you don't need that silver. Sources, my friend. Come. You, you didn't really buy it. It's fine. Uh, there's an artifice armor mod slot clarification. So which with the hotfix we told you about earlier, 
the they partially oh oh so you say you resolve the issue now you partially resolve the issue with your artifice armor losing the mod slot so your newly acquired artifice armor will now have the mod slot however we're continuing to investigate a fix for existing armor pieces so they have not retroactively fixed your art fixed your artifice mod slots on armor pieces you do have but any new artifice armor you earned after the after reset in the patch on tuesday will have the mod slot so I'm not saying delete the artifice armor you have now, because they are trying to give you that slot back, but no ETA when that's going to happen. Don't hold your breath. No, don't, don't do that. You're going to pass out and die, and it'll be very sad. So resolved issues, we told you. Although, why, see, why did you put not put these things in, in the patch notes for the, for the issues that we read earlier, guys? Because they, so, they, they did that on the Tuesday, and then by the time they got to Thursday of writing the TWARP, they realized they hadn't fixed half the things that they told us that they had. Yeah, so they also so they fixed two of the issues we already talked about, but the third one being um, when in the tower, some character previews extreme appear extremely zoomed in, and you just get a shoe. That's all you get to see, just a shoe. Who throws a shoe? So that's been fixed. Bungie throws a shoe. Who doesn't throw a shoe? Your entire character reduced to a single shoe. Uh, your Iron Banner challenges, if you are not an Iron Lord for some reason. Uh, they're currently investigating issues with the Iron Challenges ending earlier than intended. Than the intended weekly reset. Players will still be able to progress the incomplete challenges during the next Iron Banner coming up in July later in the season. Right, Your Guardian Games emblem. So this is the one that if you got into the 10%, you know, top 10% of the Guardian Games scoring, Every th wait for the three emblem weeks. is now available to claim. You need to go claim it from Bungie Rewards. Bungie.net slash rewards. Log in with whatever thing you use to play this game on. Go there. There is a digital rewards button at the very top of the page. Click on that. You have until July 7th to claim the Guardian Games glory emblem. Otherwise, you'd, you don't get it. So if you've earned it and it's it's available now, go claim it. If you didn't earn it, you don't get to claim it. And if you don't claim it by July 7th, you're never going to see it. It's the one with all the nice little flags on it. I did not earn it, so I don't get to have it. But if you can earn it and have it, go forth and do so. Now that we fixed things, friends, we broke things. Not we, Bungie. The Callus Mini Tool and the Drain Baroque don't get Gold Masterwork borders after upgrading to two enhanced traits. They don't. No borders for them. Your Trials of Osiris gear may have the Flawless Glow enabled by default when a player has not gone, gone Flawless. So, if you've got fake Flawless looking armor, go in there and get stomped and Continue to rock everyone it. be disappointed thinking you can carry them. <laughs> Your item tooltips disappear when players dismantle items in the Postmaster without moving the cursor. Yeah, they do, which is really interesting if you're trying to go through 20 things in your stupid postmaster having to wiggle your cursor the whole time. Yep. The Pyretic Footfalls ornament for the Path of the Burning Steps exotic appears in the Phoenix Cradles ornament section. So, you know, solar boots going to solar boot. Sometimes step four of the Iron Banner's Forging Iron Quest does not complete when obtaining the Iron Banner Engram from Saladin's inventory. But sometimes it does. The achievement slash trophy for unlocking subclasses no longer completes. Iron Banner Crucible intro does not display any player stats, which we won't care about till July. Maybe they'll fix it before then. Maybe not. Bells in the Duality Dungeon can be activated with splash damage. Some players get trapped inside the Gauntlet Obstacle Course in certain Sever missions. 
blocking them from obtaining rewards. That's stupid. Yeah, because you have to go back outside, don't you, and select the treasure chest to actually unlock it. It doesn't just explode open. Mm -hmm. And and uh, to back up just one step, that splash damage includes if you're wearing a Lorelei helmet and you get hit and you drop the fire pit at your feet, that includes that, by the way. Don't stand near the bell with that, then. You, don't be well, silly. Uh, yeah, no, you stay alive like that. <laughs> Six feet from Don't the bell. Be minimum. a silly respawn. Be a sensible night demon. Mm -hmm. Hey, night demon, and how many times have if... you done that, by the way? Lots of times, actually. Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. A sensible number of zero. Yeah, I no, could that's... I could guide you through with my eyes closed. Good, you know. In fact, I'm doing it now. I'm just not telling you. I would. I will record that. Come on. You and me. Um, there's also an issue uh, with people trying to use their synthwave. Or sorry, synth weave to unlock the new armor synthesis ornaments yep. for the appearance customization menu. Players can work around the issue by unlocking the ornament via the individual armor preview after selecting it to preview their appearance. Or you can just ignore the entire system until they make something a little easier to use. And that's your known issues. Those are your fixes. And until next week, we'll have more issues and more fixes. As always. But now we, we, we've got we've got art and movies with Final Fantasy Destiny trailers, duality fan made trailers. And the best question of them all, how much bird feed has Saint-14 actually bought? So if you two have been, have been you know, wanting to know this burning question, we have a three minute and two, and two second uh, demon or deacon approved, also demon approved. You know, the answer to the question of how much bird seed has Saint-14 actually purchased? And then we have a lovely skull, skull warlock, um, another fancy warlock with flaming head. And then just uh, some some folks hanging out doing a spacewalk in good old Destiny Land. And uh, now we're delving into week three of Season of the Haunted. The storylines get intense. If you haven't experienced already, go get some tissues, maybe some comfort food just to be safe. Trials is live. Solar 3 changes have happened. And uh, yeah, they're looking at feedback from the community. You know where to tell them things. Tell them nicely. Don't scream at them because then they just won't do what you want them to do and uh, just block you immediately. Go play Containment. Go play Sever. Go play the game. Don't forget to drink your water and take your vitamins. Until next time. Until next time, stay kind and go give Zavala a big old hug. We're, we're not done yet. Don't do the closing. Wait, he's not. He's I'm just not doing the closing. I'm, the doing, I'm, doing, I'm reading the words. Okay. 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 And as we're talking about or... Nightmare Containment and Sever, I just want to let people know there's a little tool tip. When you go on the Sever mission, although it will have the current week's Sever mission for you to play, if you actually click on the name of the mission, it will then give you a drop-down box. You can go back and replay the other missions again. So if you've missed out on the previous weeks, or even if you're on like week two and it's just got you week two, the drop-down box will then let you select week three as well. So if you want to do all of them all in one go, you can do that if you like. So again, it's a bit like the Castellum with the drop-down box. Drop-down boxes True. that they don't tell you about these days. You just have to be a Destiny right. player to know how this game works. Also, if you're doing the containment mission and you get the orb, do I have one in stock? I do not have one in stock. But you, you get a purple orb from the chest or from the... Red orb? Huh? Is it a red orb? Is it a red yeah, the orb? red orb. Is it a... Yes, the red orb. Um, you can only hold one of those. No, okay? true. I can only hold one. That's because you're not special. How many can you hold? I can hold lots. How many do you have? Are we talking about the bound presence? Yes. That's what he's talking about. The thing you need. 
Do you need to open the the chest and the sever activity? Yes. I've I've only ever picked up one, assuming it can only hold one, because Bungie never tells us what can hold multiples of. So I've dutifully got my bound presence, run the server the sever mission for the week, right. and then ignored it until the next week. Well, see, you, you know you can get it multiple times, right? So what what I was saying is, yes. I had one in my inventory, and then I spent the five hundred at the tree, and it dropped me another one. But that other one did not show up in my inventory. It did not go to my postmaster. So I'm like, oh. I can only hold one of those. Fair enough. So I was like, every time I got one of those, I would immediately do the sever, open that chest, and then come back to continue on, right? And until I got another one, then I'd go back and do the sever. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I've got two currently on me at the moment. Okay. Maybe it's just me, but anytime I see them, I go do the sever because the sever also gives you opulent umbral energy so there's no reason not to do it if you're looking to to grind the armor like i've been doing uh go do that right quick it's really easy it's really fast and you get anywhere between seven to ten umbral energies for doing it and then you hop back into containment continue on bob etc etc okay but i told you bob uh, is not my uncle i stopped myself and if for some reason you have not been paying attention to the story because you're lazy or you play the game on mute uh esoteric who we haven't said in a while haven't said his name in a while has the first three weeks so far all the cutscenes, all the dialogue including all of callus's ramblings in the duality dungeon so if you want to get sort of caught up or if you you know skipped a cutscene or somebody skipped a cutscene against your will esoteric has the first three weeks so far which i assume he'll continue with through the season to see all the various bits and pieces mm -hmm. okay well i'm gonna go ahead and Put this to you guys. Can we? We're reading. Um. First things first. Uh. Response. Well, we before round What? Sing it again. I can't. It's copyrighted. It was the Power Ranger theme song. Um. <laughs> uh. So a Senate nomad. Uh, a while uh, a while back, was complaining about the whole in air accuracy thing. He says a lot of colorful words to Bungie, and uh, then Bungie replies with a line, and he is not happy with it. I'll tell you what it says in a second. But his reply to Bungie's reply is, "Are you kidding me with this line?" A Senate nomad is in a very unhappy place right now, guys. Uh, and the line to which he's referring to is. Firstly, the Season 17 patch notes included a line that incorrectly stated all primary weapons have their airborne accuracy penalty removed, something we've already discussed. This should have been qualified as at 60 airborne effectiveness and further qualified as for primary weapons only is where they'll have their penalties removed. So a Senate Nomad is very upset at Bungie's reply. And Altassi says, so is Destiny 2 bringing the Leviathan raid back via at Forbes? And there's a link, right? So Paul Tassi is asking if Destiny 2 is bringing the Leviathan raid back, right? And Kingsley Mack, one of our fellow hosts, not a not a member for Bungie, not a not an employee for Bungie, not a representative of Bungie, replies to Paul Tassi and just says, no. 
maybe the Guardian Hub has uh yeah, has maybe they've got inside scoops, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We yeah, should go over saying. to the Guardian Hub and check them out and see if they have and report back to us. <laughs> maybe King Kingsley had accepted a job with Bungie now. Maybe he's working well, for Well that's him. how it maybe. goes. You get a podcast, you do some stuff in the community for Destiny, you're more than likely guaranteed to get a job at Bungie, especially if you live in America. Mm. Me over here, I'm not Yeah, no, we we totally missed out on the parody. Did you do you feel like Oh, that was a very musical. That was a very musical robot. Then fucking <laughs> yeah, you just did well done. Respond. Oh, I, I said, I said parody. Do you feel that way? We talk about Bungie, we represent Bungie, and then we go work for Bungie. No, no, no you just don't like represent that? Bungie. You just you have a podcast. Uh, I mean, that's how I figured it worked. I mean, especially since they just opened up uh, both Maryland and Virginia as part of their states this week. So yeah, I think that's so, that, that's what they're telling me. Is they're, they're saying. They're saying we're opening we're opening these states up to you, so clearly the next step is to get a job here. Uh, That's what I assumed. <sighs> anyway. So did uh, Destiny Bulletin, respond? Destiny Bulletin has huh? posted a link to Spotify. Uh, that is the original Destiny 2 Witch Queen soundtrack. Therefore, the Witch Queen OST is now available on Spotify for all of you Spotify lovers. So that brought us back however many weeks ago to when we were, people were very upset that they were taking things down, which was partially, you know, someone nefariously striking everything that was out there. But Bungie saying, hey, we're cutting down on you all posting the music because it's going to be available eventually. Well, we're at eventually now, at least for the Witch Queen stuff. Yes, whatever. I still don't think those people should have been punished, but that's another here and there, I guess. Point. Um. All right, so Destiny Bulletin says, looks like the helm will get infected by Aragorn in the coming weeks. Don't know if it's been like that, but we can now see tiny spores in the air. We can. Wander around the normal helm outside where the the crown is, where it shouldn't have the spores, and there are like little dots kind of... We just keep keep introducing weird stuff to where we live, and then wondering when... I just want oh, Siva back, dude. If you're going to introduce something infectious, bring back Siva. Come on. This um, is Siva 2.0. <laughs> uh, so does that mean we're going to have Outbreak 2.0? <laughs> yeah, we've already had that. 3.0? 4.0? Yeah. Whatever. No. Destiny Bulletin says, Plus, the Season of the Haunted Silver Bundle features an image with fully infected helm in the background. So yeah, we see the spores in the air, and then it shows a fully inspected helm. We don't recommend buying that on the PlayStation 4, though, because (laughs) it's Destiny Bulletin has released a Solstice 2022 armor leak. Uh, You see all the individual pieces, which don't look that impressive. Maybe it'll look more impressive if they're on the character. Meh. And with a glow. Siva subclass. (gasps) Yes. I love it. Anyway, Destiny Bulletin. These are without the armor glows. We'll update them as soon as the glows versions becomes available. In the meantime, follow us at Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Destiny Bulletin also says, it looks like Zura's bug this week. The perks for Stars and Shadow Pulse Rival are changing randomly. So if you're looking for a very specific role or a role that will not exist anywhere else, take a look at him. Just wait for that roulette to spin on by. Cosmo says, have shacks oversee the crucible battles in your living room. This is in reply to numbskull designs. You want the crucible? 
I am the Crucible. Proudly announcing the Lord Shaq's official Destiny statue. Put a link in the thread. There you go, guys. If you ever wanted Lord Shaxx to preside over your living room, there you go. Or even better yet, the bedroom. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, Bungie Help. We have identified an issue where players in Trials of Osiris will not be match made based on win count. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Due to this issue, flawless pool and flawless post-game rewards cannot be enabled on Sunday. Oh my god! You're going to be playing with the 20 all weekend. We will provide additional updates when possible. Pete XN, comma, the maidenless, says, Does this mean week one rides again? DMG says, Not entirely. Week one still match players based on win count. This will feel more like Legacy Trials, Wild West matchmaking. You could be on your first game of the week and match a team that's on the doorstep of the lighthouse. Actually, he's been flawless and like disabled, that. so you can potentially match with people that have already been to the lighthouse. Sorry? And I don't know what my Yeah, I mean, that sort of feels like how Trials is every week. Uh, GCX, uh, that is Gaming Community Expo. Through the combined efforts of the G6 community, we have raised 1,836,629.33 for the kids at St. Jude Playtime. Thank you for all, and F Cancer. Hashtag gaming does good. Well done, everybody. Tom, Tom Farnsworth says... We have opened 11 new states. Ah, oh, Florida's one of them. Aha! We've opened 11 new states for remote work at Bungie. Come on, be a part of our world-class staff. They have Washington, California, Oregon, Illinois, Florida, North Carolina, Texas, Colorado, Washington, D.C., Georgia, Massachusetts, Maryland, Minnesota, New Jersey, New York, Utah, Virginia, and Wisconsin. GMG. And C- huh? And see, both both Kingsley Mac, you and I are in that list. So see, you get a podcast and uh, you get to work for Bungie. Yep. That's how it works. Yep. Sorry, Night Demon. Oh, no. DMG tried to be funny and failed. Uh, Bungie Help says, we're investigating an issue causing players to be unable to use Synthweave to unlock new armor synthesis ornaments from the appearance customization window. Do it from the other window. Bungie Help, these issues have been resolved. So let's tell you about it after the fact. Players still experiencing issues on PlayStation 4 should report to our help forum. Uh, we are currently investigating reports of issues that may be causing players to encounter missing licenses, delayed silver purchases, or incorrect silver balances. Like Parody said, mm-hmm. don't, don't play on PlayStation. Oh my god! <laughs> what is this? PS5. If you can find one. What is this monstrosity? Slap together a horrible Telesto slash Gallahorn abomination. From one-off Discord <laughs> comments, lol. It's the Telesta Horn. Wow, that is terrifying. <laughs> and then Cosmo oh, just split, just showed. You better speak that. kindly to it. Nope. <laughs> the Telesta Horn. Oh my god, they're limitless. And apparently, you can look exactly like Skeletor if you're a hunter. Uh, there's a. Uh, Spider sides. So first of all, if you've never heard of spider sides, you should uh, you should 
uh, follow him just because basically his whole shtick. Now he plays he plays the game and everything like that. But what sets him apart from everybody else is he shows you how to look like anime characters, movie stars, uh, comic book characters, whatever, right? And he even shows you how to do it, breaks down all the colors, all the armor pieces, all the everything. So if you want to look like Deadpool, Spider-Man, Skeletor, He-Man, whatever, check out Spider-Sides. He's got you covered with all kinds of different ways you can look. Um, and how do I spell that if I'm going to go find him on, I presume, YouTube? And then Cider with an S instead of an R. Spider-Sides. So Sides with a C. Sides with a C and an S at the end. Yes. We'll put a link in the show notes. Yes. So he's he's yeah. personally I used him to look like a Red Skull at one point in time. It was pretty good. Not Red Skull. Red Hood. Well now you can good. look like Red Skull with that new ornament. You can, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can yeah, look like Skeletal, really yeah. Like um other than that, that looks like that's it for the Respin Report Roundup. That is, yeah. And that's all we've really got to say about that. And now we're going to tell you what videos you should have been watching this week. <gasps> we're going to do that. Basically, Plunder the Booty and Spider Sights. That's it. Yeah, no, we'll, <laughs> we'll have them linked as well, you know, Plunder the Booty. But Plunder the Booty this week, which was posted by Andy in our host Discord, was uh-huh. explaining about the easy guaranteed God Roll Armor Farm, or a guide yes. of how to get your God Roll Armor. And this is using a model on your ghost and going to the tower, not going to the tower, going to the helm Helm. and um, focusing your engrams there. And there is a neat little trick that's been around for quite a while. And it was fantastic last year when the helm was opened up with a couple of seasons in. And there was a trick to getting like triple stats on the armor, but you can't currently do that at the moment. You can only do what we've got available. So we'll link the plunder the booty video for you if you want to go and check that out have you have you done that though since we're on the topic have you done that what he shows in the video no because i have but i have but i did it wrong in that i chose the wrong perk slot so now i have lots of strength that i don't need well i use strength because every one of my builds is strength based like infinite throwing knife or infinite throwing hammer or infinite finger snaps so maxing out strength has those come back even faster. So I use strength on purpose, right? Well, there we go. But so you, you can be resilient and strong all at the same yeah, time. Yeah. So I have a hundred strength and a hundred resilience, right? Um, but with some of these mods, you can't get one hundred resilience. You can only get, uh, without including armor mods, twenty, forty, sixty, eighty-two. You can get eighty-two total on average, resilience, minus 10 for one of the mods most people use, so that's 72. So you have to use three resilience mods to get you up to 100. But you can have 100 of any other stat, and then 100 resilience. But this armor, yeah, you'll get a spike of 20 here and a spike of 20 here, but everything else is like 2 or 4 or 5 or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So basically, you only have two slots to really affect your other... Well, the armor. So you're going from like my Titan right now has 90 uh, resilience, 80 recovery, and 73 strength. If I did what he says, I'll have 100 strength and 100 resilience, but I might have like a 30, 30 recovery, 20. Right, but that 
Right, but that's the balance. Of, you can change those mods around on your ghost, so you can focus some armor and get those high strength and recovery rolls, and then work on you know change it around and get high other things. What I'm saying or, is, or or if or if you're looking to you know to fill out a roll and saying I just need you know I need to boost these two stats, he's basically. It's basically saying, here's how you can sort of focus on the stats you want and which stats pair together as sort of a grouping in yeah, Destiny right, 2. Right, right, he, he, he's right. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's sort of like an all or nothing with this, but it's an all or nothing well, where it's, it's I want, not, you know, I want to focus these. It's not even all or nothing. It's like in the past, you could get triple 100s, you know, or close to it. You can get 100, 100, and then like 80, or 100, 170, right? You can have three really high stats, but right. doing this farm... On the other two characters, because I was building up, because I don't want to change my Titan, because the Titan's working right now the way she is, and I want to leave her alone. But I've been building up opulent emerald energy, and swapping to the warlock, or swapping to the hunter to do this farm on them. And like I said, I have a hundred in resilience, and then a hundred in whatever other stat that I want. But all the other ones are really, really low. So it's not being as generous with the stat distribution even after the two spikes, as previous armors have been, you know? So, yeah, I mean, yes, I have the 100 and, and the two that matter, but everything else is just super low now. So I'm just like, do it at your own risk. If you if if it's your thing, great. Watch the video to learn how it works at a minimum. But just know that the armor, even when you you purposely try to get these stats that you want, you'll get those stats that you want, but everything else is going to be like I feel lower than past seasons armors have been when you do the same thing. Well, so give it a go and see see if you enjoy it and see if it's something you need to. Because he does say that there are ways of mitigating getting round strength and intellect. Well, intellect doesn't matter at all. Don't worry about intellect yeah. because now that's based the same on strength. damage that you do. Yeah, is it right? And that's basically that's basically what he says is 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 you can spec into this, but you really don't need to. I didn't hear I didn't hear this part about strength. But you watched the video then. Scrub? <laughs> and recovery recovery is negligible because we all are going to have two stacks of of uh restoration and intelligence is negligible because now that's based on hits and so speaking of restoration classy restoration is the mod that you would like to get from your artifact this season and ibontis has a god uh-huh. mode activated guide for you and explains why you want this mod on your class item this season especially for PvE content and staying alive. So check that one out. And that's what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. That mod is what people are using this season to have their invincibility going, right? But when this season is over, that mod's going to go away and it's going to be a lot harder to maintain that invincibility. It is. Unless you're a Titan. Titan with Blood Eye Helmet basically circumvents not even having to use that mod. Or you have a Warlock that throws down a healing rift which seems to do the exact same thing the mod yeah, does possibly no no if you know the healing rift heals you but it does not give you times to restoration unless you have this mm. on right okay yeah all right oh yeah yeah so you're getting the more healing over time right gotcha yes. okay so we have uh destiny fun place would like to bring to your attention as long as well as as well as a couple of other you other youtubers this week the bad juju is now meta so this is Respawn's favourite pulse rifle. Yeah, it is. And if you'd like to check out why it is meta, Destiny Fun Police has a really cool video for you for that. He also has the secret buff video, which is all about the Fighting Lion, because apparently the Fighting Lion grenade launcher 
has had a buff this season and it was only meant to get a 5% buff, but it seems to have got a 25% buff. And he's not sure whether this is kind of something that's going to be patched soon, but it's doing phenomenal in PvP, so go and check that one out. And what, is, what was our first one? The Fun Police for the Bad Juju? Destiny Fun Police for the Juju and Destiny Fun Police for the Fighting Lion secret buff. Uh, if you would like a god roll guide to construct your Orstringer hand cannon, Cool Guy has got you covered for that. And he goes over the reasons why. You'd want to kind of go for the ones that he's showing you. Is that the one that shows why the Ostringer is the best gun in the game? Yes. Okay. Because I was going to bring that up too, but I forgot who, who I had watched that did, that showed that. Okay, cool. You're not going to care about Destiny Fun Blaze. He plays PvP respawn. No, but he might. He might. No, I mean, if Bad Juju's in, Bad Juju's in. Yeah. I need to see why. <laughs> time sausage gaming has got a really cool guide on the season of the haunted shaders and goes through individually for each class and shows you each shader that's uh, that's kind of arrived for this season and shows you the detail of them that's pretty cool i found a, another youtuber called truds this week he's got a one-shot bow build or a one-shot bow that you can kind of farm for and now this is the new one that you can get from the vanguard strikes and currently this week because it's People are kind of playing it and farming for the for them. Uh, this is called the Strident Whistle, and mm -hmm. it's the Solar Bow. Now, there are perks that you can get on it, or selections of perks that you can get on it, to make it a one-shot bow. So check that video out. And also with that, Java's got a video for you going over how to farm it, what's the best technique to kind of level up with the Vanguard, and get more perks unlocked for each weapon. Because, again, the more that you rank up with like your vanguard your crucible your gambits the more perk slots will become available on the weapons that then drop after the fact so you'll have more chances to get the selection of perks that you want on that weapon so Jarv has a video for you for that and i think that's all my videos for this week is there anything else that you guys saw this week that you want to include and i can tell the people about or is that uh, it no just everything that i included is basically just under the booty so Okay, jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, Resaw wanted to, you'd also mention that you can have a Titan, Titan Invisible Titan one shot build for PvE from Plunder the oh Booty. My God. No. We, we don't talk Again, about yeah, Bruno. Yeah, esoterics. Yeah, remember, esoterics remember I don't know some of you guys that have listened to the show religiously, but way back in the day, remember how I told you the most terrifying thing is a Titan, is it an invisible Titan coming at you to shoulder charge you? That exists now. And not only does it exist, but it one shots anything lower than a boss. I'm just like, Ugh. I think everybody vaguely remembers you going on about that because that was forming the basis of one of your bets that you lost. And, and I think my question to you is, are are you a champion? Because if you're not like a champion or a raid boss or a strike boss, you don't, I don't have to worry care about if it. I'm a champion. The fact that it exists makes me sick to my stomach. Well, the only other thing I wanted to throw in, which I checked to see if it was this week or not, is Cool Guy put out a Thanos lock build. Mm. You're inevitable with the Thanos lock and PvE and PvP, which is basically Winter's Guile and snapping. And really, I might have to main Warlock this season solely for the snapping animation because I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, so I've been trying out that build, and yeah, it, it works beautifully well. Is it the one where yeah, you have some snaps? Uh, basically, yeah. It's just it, it's basically just feeding feeding back into your your melee all the time with Winter's Guile. Okay. And it's a couple of the mods he uses. So yeah, and again, I've been doing a ton of the containment activities, trying to get my weekly challenges and stuff done. So it's perfect just to run around and, again, set everything on fire. Fire. Cool. Fire. And I have one feature request for Dim. 
it's wonderful, but you can share loadouts. I've been I've been really enjoying that with Plunder the Booties builds, with this build from from Cool Guy. You know, all the folks who put the dim links in their YouTube description saying, "Hey, hit this, load into dim." Now I just need a button that says "Listen Dim." I have these. I have the ornaments. I have the mods. I've got you know the armor pieces. I've got weapons. I don't have the exact armor pieces this person used. <laughs> I don't have this exact thing. I have, you know, a solar set of gauntlets with a good rolls on it that I like to use in exchange for this, but I do not have this precise armor piece. So I'd really like there to be a, you know, like load this loadout up, but, you know, if not recommend me armors, at least go, hey, this is a solar gauntlet. Here's, you know, if I hit hit this, you know, click on it or whatever, here's other solar gauntlets you can replace with it. So I've been using this, you know, sort of their builds and then D2 armor picker to go, okay, I need a, again, you know, I need a stasis boot or a solar gauntlet or a, you know, arc helmet. Let me find one, slap it into this build, and then I can put the mod on that I need to. But the dim, the dim build, like this is the first season that really, well, the second season, I guess, that I've been really playing with the loadouts on multiple characters. And it's really nice to have that basis of the of the builds from from the folks you know you're doing the youtube videos and just sharing those links have you guys played with that at all or at least you know you know grab to build it for nothing else to say here's all the eighteen thousand mods i need now i can build around it as i need to well yeah i used the d2 armor picker and create a build then copy that to the clipboard and then paste it in destiny item manager because then it uses what i've got in my my loadout to kind of then transfer and put it on my character to then tinker with to put the mods on so I've used that. Yep. Yeah, there, there's a whole loadout thing, or I mean, a whole, like, analyzer builder in DIM. That, that I even watched a video on one of the DIM developers explaining, and I still can't quite figure it out. I'm not that smart. Right. But yeah, teach armor pickers. Yeah, what I've been doing is for those videos and whatnot, I just, I open the video, I open D2 armor picker, I see what exotic they're using, <laughs> and what, um what uh, let's say resilience and discipline that they have and d2 armor picker does the rest you know it finds your armor yep. to make that build work for you yep yeah beautiful and i think you can well, even go as far as like adding specific mods in d2 armor picker let me double check you yeah you definitely can in terms of like or at least like you you can say like which subclass do you want to play on and which you know aspects or fragment do you want to turn on because it takes those you know those you know plus tens or minus tens into account because you can do that with the stasis the solar or the void at this point or like the charge with lights they give you different uh different stats different categories you can turn turn that that on yeah and right here you can add, you can say, hey, I want the armor to be arc or void or whatever. And then you can go specifically add the individual mods you want to it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. It's pretty smart, man. And it's getting smarter by the day. Big fan of it. I'm glad I listened the eighth time y'all recommended it to me. <laughs> yeah, it's all stupidly powerful. And if you'd like to be stupidly powerful, you too should listen to Two Titans and a Hunter every single week because uh -huh. we're here to bring you all the stupid levels of power and until next week guys thank you for joining us your titans are parody night demon and no one responds in real life your lore scribe who actually appeared this week we summoned him from the depths is not arf will he be here next week you just have to tune in and find out nobody knows not even arf if you'd like to know or to harass him one way or the other 
or harass us to, to tell us things. Two Titans and a Hunter at Hotmail.com. We're on Two Titans and a Shore Hunter. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. Basically, if there's a place to send a message, one of us, likely not even, will see it. Will he pass it on to the rest of us? Who knows? So be nice to him, or British Dad will yell at you and make you feel bad about yourself. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're everywhere you want to be. We're in your ears, hopefully, wherever you listen to this lovely audio. Maybe Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Audible. Basically, if there's an audio, we'll get it to you. The show's on YouTube. It's a lovely video version. You can watch the British man and all of his Iron Banner exploits. Mm -hmm. And until next week, gents, tell the people goodbye. Like, comment, and subscribe. Destiny 2 Podcast. There's there's a hashtag, uh, Respawn for Vanguard 2022, that is trending. Just saying. With two people. Shut no, up. No, 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 you can't really call it trending with two people. Shut up! Not gonna send happen. It to, send it to the bungee devs. Let's do this, guys. <laughs> I'll be the voice actor for Vanguard. Never going to happen.